sick, I'm too sick, I'm too sick, yeah, uh Hey, yeah, what? Hey, hey, no I be like, uh, watch your mouth They ain't know how far I take it, they ain't know it's my house Everything I do is to offend We wanna all win, gotta top 10 But I top your 10, uh, but I top your bins, uh, but I top your M's, uh, but I top your limbs, uh Put it on my unborn kids uh, I'm not an angel But I'm fly That's all my sins uh, Yeah, I don't never pretend I don't never reach in Yo, 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 yo What's good? What's happening? We back Brand new episode of Black Talk with Culture It's your boy Chris J of Source Back, we back Got the boy Cam on here Yo, yo Got uh, Trail Sav on here Alright, we here, no DC this week, we got teams to worry about, but we gonna give you guys an episode nonetheless, um, it's been a long day, like a lot of talking, I haven't talked this much since college, honestly, but we're gonna give you guys an episode regardless, we got a lot of content on the YouTube page, make sure you check it out, uh, you tweet the media, subscribe, like, comment, all that good stuff, all the E3 shit that happened this week, weekend, we covered, check it out. Check it out. We got the Square Enix joint in the uh, PC in the Xbox that dropped today, as in this Sunday. And then we also had the, what was yesterday? Ubisoft and Gearbox. Ubisoft and Gearbox, which dropped Saturday. All of those is up there, so make sure you check it out. E3 coverage. Greatly uh, greatly appreciate and share. Above all, share, share, share. Uh, media.net for merch. Uh, slowly dropping the, uh, our new set of uh merch with the quote with our quotable t-shirts and uh hoodies and stuff i currently have a new new one for threes from the ring up there working on uh black otaku joints now so be on the lookout for those throughout the week and 20 percent off for the month of january uh utm 20 copy uh copy some merch we really appreciate that for june yeah for june it's utm 20 for 20 percent off so Check that out. Get you some merch. We all support the. We appreciate all the support. But let's go ahead and get into this episode. Um, let's go ahead and do what we've been watching, playing, reading. I'll go first. Playing. Uh, mainly I haven't really been getting a chance to play much, but I got I uh played some MLB MLB the show, which was fun. Then in terms for reading. Uh, since DC's not here, we're just gonna say well uh, for otaku play. I mean otaku reviews. Um, One Piece. My hero was really good. <laughs> All I'm gonna say is this nigga. This nigga all for one is legit a villain, legit a villain. Uh, and he loves explosions. Uh, Sakamoto days. I'm catching up on that. And that's it in terms of reading, watching, a lot of shit. Megalo Boxing has been good these past couple of weeks. Like, really freaking good. Um, this week's episode is really solid. Um, Tokyo Revengers. I didn't, wa- I didn't get a chance to watch today's episode. Yeah, I did, that's why I didn't. That's, I assumed. I, that's why I didn't say nothing. It was a really good episode, though. Um, lots of character development, story pro- progression type shit. Um, Tokyo Revengers was really good this week. Last week's episode was good, too, but... It's still fuck Takamichi in a way, but he received character development finally. Like that's the W in itself. It only took him eleven episodes. Very much. But I did I did I read a little bit of the manga. 
uh like pretty much well into the next arc he does go through a lot of development like he's he mans to fuck up a lot so shout out to that but but yeah um what else question though did they confirm that is tokyo revengers gonna be ongoing or is it gonna end after episode 12 and they'll make a season two let me look at my anime list real quick because i don't know if it's a it's going to be a ongoing for the next season or it's just going to be 12 and out let's see because it's a lot of stuff that they leaving out if they um gonna make us wait for a season two it yeah my anime list don't even say how many episodes it is it's not even really confirmed so i'm not sure but I'm just going to assume that it's probably going to 12, 13 episode route. That's what that's going to be my assumption. It's going to go to 12, 13 route. But, um, so it's going to be interesting how much they squeeze into these next couple episodes. Um, so that Vivi Fluorite song, that's been really freaking good. Um, with that, the AIs are literally whooping the human's ass because. Hey, they said fuck, uh, fuck trying to prevent us winning. We just gonna whoop y'all ass, and they did. Shout out to that. Um, what else have I been watching? Shit, it's been a lot. But uh, oh, oh yeah, we gotta talk about Loki as well. Did you all? Did you guys watch? Lo- I know Cam, you watched it, but Daytra, did you start Loki yet? You said what? I can spoil it. I only got half. I only got, only got half of it. I didn't watch the whole thing. Okay, but yeah, I watched Loki. I watched the other stuff, too. I just can't really remember. It's been a really long day. So but. You can't blame us. <laughs> yeah, it's been a I'm really long day. I'm, we, literally, I, I'm literally running on willpower right now. Yeah, like, let, I'm trying for you guys, but hey, we'll, we'll pick it up as we go on, though. But yeah, so. But yeah, that's it done? for me. Yeah, that's it for me. Oh, cool. So for me, man, just chilling. Uh, you know, me and Cam will talk about Ratchet and Clank later. Uh, that's what. Well, let me go to watching because that's what I did the least of. Um, we we um, what you call it? We took a break, I think, last week. Yeah. So I didn't get to say how like I catched up on like Megalo Boxing and Tokyo Revengers. Uh, I always try to pick one show out of the the fucking plethora of shows that y'all niggas watch. Unfortunately. And uh, I picked that one. Um, content, man, the content. <laughs> it's the least boring out of the other shit. Um, so, Tokyo Revengers, it's a it's a cool show. Uh, the the main character is extremely annoying, but I enjoy it. I like Jockin. I like Mikey. Uh, even uh, though sometimes the main character is an asshole, it's sometimes funny. It's a retarded show in the sense that ain't nothing this nigga did has ever been smart. Um, but it's okay. I understand. These Japanese, Japanese niggas make dumb decisions when they like that. Still got a brain of a fucking bitch nigga. So it'd be like that sometimes. Uh, but I enjoyed that. Uh, enjoy uh, Tokyo Revengers. I didn't watch a new episode. Apparently Mikey choked. I mean, folks choked somebody, I guess. I don't know. Uh, but hopefully it's it's nice and we get to rejoice on um main character name that begins with a tease. Top two minutes, bro. It's two minutes. It's two minutes of fame, bro. I put it like that. <laughs> um, other than that, you know, just chilling. Um, I caught up on Megalo boxing. Uh, 
I enjoyed that one. Uh, Mango Boxing is really good. Season one was great. Season two is depressing as fuck. I love season one way more than season two. <laughs> like season two is just depressing. It's not even it's, some of this shit not even fun to watch. You know what I'm saying? Hey man, they gotta get into the realism. Exactly. It's real. It's like after, hey, the after glory, bro. What happens after the glory? It's like look, man. After the glory, all that CTE. Bro, this nigga was taking perks and shit. And I'm like, <laughs> But then, you know, the, it's not even just, you know, the, uh, it's not even just the, 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 um, shit that involves, uh, Joe or Nomad. It's the shit that involves fucking, uh, everything around him. Like the nigga, like Chiefs, Chief, I mean, he had fucking death written over this nigga. Death was on his fucking forehead. I'm like, this nigga about to die. Uh, I just thought he was going to get shot. But the nigga just died in his car. I guess. Yeah, no, nah, as soon as he looked at that picture, it was like, it's over, bro. <laughs> oh, yeah, this nigga, this nigga about to see Jesus, bro. He's about to see boxing Jesus. And he did. Um, I find it cool that I guess Mac is his son. I don't know how that story going to play out, but that's what's up. Um, I don't, I, now, I did not catch up on season two. Because like I said, that shit depressing. And it's not depressing as in like I'm watching this, uh, 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 a depressing story. It's more depressing on the fact that I'm like, bro, everything in this shit is sad, dog. Like, there's the, the song, the end song, sad. The, the, I, the, hey, listen. Hey, that, hey I, my man is singing his heart out, though, hey, G. Petit- I, I'm not, I'm saying, like, the petition to, I need a, because it's fucking criminal. There's not a full version of that song out right now. I absolutely love that ending song, bro. That shit is so fucking fine, cold, G. dog. So, like, Nigga sung his heart out. The, the, that shit, sad, fucking... The the fucking the uh the slums that they in sad bitch nigga his little homie that was a bitch when he was in season one now he's even a oh, bitch. Sachi. <laughs> old head dead okay sad um uh fucking they, they don't they don't like his ass that uh, like outrageous CTE which I found is the funniest part of the whole entire show he got the CTE that turns him to a fucking zombie I guess and that, that shit time. is hilarious. Mac time. They they call, they named the CTE. Jeez, the worst thing ever. Mac time. Mac dude. time. It's, it's it's crazy. Um, that's cool though. Uh, but yeah, I like it. Like I said, I didn't catch up all the way. I think I'm like two episodes behind. Again, depressing. I'm I'm I, depressing shit. I don't like if a show just gonna be like we're a depressed show. Sad shit gonna happen. I'm cool with. I didn't really necessarily go into that. I didn't think I was gonna get into that on season two of uh megalobox so it kind of caught me off guard i understand the story is real winning is really really good i'm just i don't like depression shit you know what i'm saying unless <laughs> i go into trying to watch something that's really depressing um but i tend not to do that um shout out to pete dunn he got on all white we already know we're about to get a classic um now uh lastly uh just been playing so uh like cam played retrograde i didn't get a chance to play that so he had talked mostly about that uh, I didn't play it um, just because I didn't feel like going on Cam account, downloading it, and then reminding myself to play it. I'll play it eventually. I heard that I heard that game literally don't give you a fucking tutorial no more. <laughs> just say hey, no point. They know they know who's playing the game. We <laughs> know you. You know what is going on. But like, um, I do. I did uh, get a chance to play the hell out of Ratchet. Talk about it later. And then his new game, um, Chivalry. So, mind you, right? This game, Chivalry is is Chivalry is Chivalry too. 
Chivalry One is a was a like a PC game, right? It was about like basically it's about like you know, let's say Battlefield, but with fucking swords and shit. Um, and it is a very like fun game in terms of like you don't really supposed to take it seriously. Like I don't I don't take this shit seriously. Like if I'm getting stumped out, I'm not about to be like fuck man. I'm ass. I'm just like, you know, I'm playing a, a game that involves like 40 niggas all swinging a sword at once. I ain't, I ain't too hurt about that. Um, now, that being said, like, as a game that to play with your homies, this shit is fucking fire. Me and other Cam plays it. We just got done playing it before I did the podcast. This shit hit. Hit on a different level where you're able to play it with other people. You're able to find your homie in the midst of like decapitations and arms flying and shit like that. And go help him. <laughs> you get jumped on a fucking lot in that game. Like it's 90% of you getting jumped on. But if you got a homie who can help you out and you still get jumped on and probably still die by the time he get there, but it's fucking fun. Um, I enjoy it. I actually would like tend to get better like in it before I um when I actually got better before like the first day I started, first day I started getting washed. I didn't know it was a beta, so people who played the beta got back on and just took care of the niggas who never played the beta. And then uh, it's cross-play, so it's PC niggas with us. In a way that you got to hit people, you got to wrap around them like it's real sword fighting, but it's not like on that For Honor shit. Ain't none that, you know, make sure you go up, down, and shit like that. Oh, it's, just, yeah. it's basic block, but you got to go around with a nigga blocking it or stop his block. Um, but... Uh, I actually started getting really, really fucking better at the game. Um, and, and, and me and other camp been on the top of the leaderboard over every game we've been playing. Just beat the shit out of people. Really fun. The caveat of it is, right, the game is unoptimized as a motherfucker. Now, as in gameplay, good. Like, graphics, I'm not expecting that much, but it's decent, right? There's a PS5 version, a, PS, a PS4 version, a PS5 version. They look identical. Should have just made a PS4 version, right? This is the main gripe. When the game first came out, the, um, the, um, what's this called? Uh, like if you bought the, 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 the legendary edition or whatever it's called, I accidentally bought that because the game cheap. So I thought, I thought $40 was the regular price of the game and it wasn't, it was 30. So I bought the, 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 the edition that gives you like more armor. So I'm like, fuck it. All right, I bought it. Um, I went to go put the armor on. And it wasn't there on launch. So I go look on it and they say, okay, we, we're, we're, you know, having difficulties getting the arm on. We'll give you a patch, update it, you get the arm on. Patch came quick. I put the arm on. I get a matchmaker error every time I equip that arm for some apparent fucking reason. So unclip the armor, don't give a fuck. Patch. The bad, the worst thing is that me, Cam, and Dion all decided we're going to grab this game and it's going to something we can play with everybody online. Y'all got it. All playing it, right? Dion, unfortunately, owns a PS4 and don't got a PS5, right? Not unfortunately, but, you know, me and Cam got it. And as I tried to invite Dion to play this game, it will send him to the PlayStation Store to buy the PS5 version. And we was like, that's weird. I was like, okay, invite me. So he invited me. And when I get on, it closes out the PS5 version, opens the PS4 version, gets to the title screen, locks at the title screen. You can't do shit until it force closes. 
So it will force close, give you an error code, you report it, whatever. Looked online, they said this. Sorry, we having a problem. It's cross-gen, but we having a problem with cross-gen parties. We'll try to fix this at an unspecified date. We don't know when we will be able to have cross-gen parties, but we can still play with niggas. You can still play against niggas on PS4. Like, you can play against these niggas. You just can't party up with them. Can't party up with them. That is the weirdest shit ever. And they, they done did it. And it took them days to talk about the shit. A lot of people was fucking fear because not everybody got a PS5. It is very well known yeah. that no one fucking, not, not a lot of people has this game. So everybody in the comments, that's like, fuck the DLC. I don't give a fuck about not wearing a fucking crown or this. Where the fuck? I want to play with my homies. And they exactly. just like, you know, let's wait. I was on a Reddit page. Even the Reddit moderators was like, yo, we don't even know when they're going to even talk about this shit. So um, Damn. all in all, it's that's fucking a- hell. That's a it's big L. It's a clown, actually. Um, you took this time. It was delayed, I think, too. You had multiple fucking betas, alphas, and shit of that nature where everybody was playing this game. This game has been announced for a while. Um, it was one of the original games on a PlayStation store that you could pre-order. So there is no excuse that you don't. The main fucking thing is what we want to do is play with our homies. I give a fuck less playing with multiple PS3 niggas. I mean, PS4 and, and PS and Xbox and all them type of niggas. I want to play with my homies and I only can play with one, unfortunately. And the other thing is, learning that Dion couldn't play, the other niggas not gonna buy the game. Cheap, easy, everybody. Yeah. But the other niggas not gonna buy it because what's the fucking point? So if you ain't got a PS5 or a PS4, you can't play with anybody. So what's the point? <laughs> even with, even with I. Layman's terms would be like every other game that has two versions of itself, right? A PS5 and a PS4 version, and you can't like cross gen. You can't cross gen play with um, the the later the latest gen. You can go to the PS4 version and play the game. You go to you switch the PS4 version that you automatically download. Yep. And play it. Why the fuck I can't do that? It makes no sense. Uh, all in all. Uh, Daytra, Jokic got a uh, ejected. Well, RP is sweet. Um, he got ejected for like what rude behavior or something? Probably he right. uh, did something ignorant. If you talk shit to the ref, they eject you. But I'd rather get ejected. I'm about to get swept too. Let me be on the locker room and get ready to go back to the crib. But um, so all in all, uh, I would say this: like, if you're looking into getting chivalry, I would say definitely wait. Not even just on a sale. Wait, wait till they fix their game. Lastly, yeah. mm. the worst thing that happened to me is when I was in a battle, a fucking battle, in which I was killing everybody around me. But my last swing completely shut down my PS4. Like, come down. The light like you, you swung and it was like beep, 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 beep. Screen, I heard the niggas in a party. I'm like, what the fuck is going on? Didn't hear them no more after a while. Didn't hit a beat from my PS4. I look up my PS4, no lights, no, no nothing. My headphones turned off, my controller turned off. And then I couldn't even turn my PS4 on with the button. I had to wait for that bitch to turn back on. So that kid did a lot of collateral issues. Luckily, a lot of shit when it comes to like loading, ain't no such thing as a loading screen on this game. So I'm yeah. not having a problem with like it's going to corrupt data. But what could happen is my hard drive data can get corrupted because it's exactly. locked on. Yeah. And that's. That, Terabytes. Very scary. Very scary. And that's so, that's an automatic 
yeah. coffin. Yeah. So, um, I uh, it, it's I would say wait. Like I haven't had a problem since that. Like literally after I guess that was the 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 what the mandatory problem to have. Literally after, just like Ratchet after that one situation, never had a problem with it again. But I would say wait to the game. Either fixes a lot. Of, it's a lot of issues. Not just that. Them was the issues I ran into. They got a whole page on their Twitter, talk about the fucking issues and things of that nature. Definitely wait till um, they fix the game. But other than that, cool week. I ain't really get complained about shit. We been chilling. Um, so yeah, shit for me. All right, cool. So hold on, I gotta I gotta start by giving myself a motherfucking pat on the motherfucking back, my nigga. It's been a busy ass fucking week, especially after I just got off my fucking mental hiatus last week. <laughs> this week, damn near kicked my fucking ass, dog, with all these damn games that came out. Final Fantasy VII Remake, literally Thursday. Thursday was busy as fuck for me. Behind the scenes things. So literally, I did a recording session of Final Fantasy VII Remake, immediately did an editing session. And then following that, I immediately did a recording session of Ratchet and Clank busy as shit like the it just that all the e3 getting the e3 stuff after recorded editing and put out to youtube your boy been on top of the content for y'all on this channel so you know i gotta get myself i gotta i gotta reward myself all in all to say this if if next next week because i do want to get some remake and ratchet and clank stuff but if i decide to do an older break next next week don't be surprised (laughs) cam cam you deserve it you deserve it. And plus, I watched both videos, the, the Otaku plays. Look, man, you deserve it. Man, that shit. If you need to do it, do it. If you want to take a week off of Black Otakus, do it. Man, shit. I might do, have if to you need me. to, do it. I don't I won't <laughs> care. Like I won't be mad because literally I'm like, yo, this content, nigga. Yeah. He's not lying. Content king, G shit. I had to do it though, but I promise because I was like, this week is definitely, it's kind of a reason why I took a break last week was because I knew that this week was going to be so busy because of E3 and all this other stuff. So, but I had fun though. It's, 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 uh, it's hard work, but I had a lot of fun doing uh, the stuff, but I'll talk about remaking Ratchet and Clank, uh, later. Um, as far as watching is concerned, uh, excuse me, Miss Nagataro was really good this week. Um, uh, it looks like we getting the, we getting the plot. <laughs> They, well, they finally decided well, to give us what? the plot. 10? 10 through yeah, 11, is, 12. So we finally, yeah, we finally getting the plot. It's plot time. <laughs> it basically, is this nigga. He's basically going up against uh, his club president of the art club because she thinks that he's goofing around. So he has to put up an art exhibit to go against her art exhibit. And then if he wins, if she, if she, he loses, she's going to cut. She's going to shut down the art club. So that, that's yeah. the plot. Oh, or, hey, that's it's, it's a serious day, situation. So. There, there you go. Um, <laughs> and it was it was definitely a weird episode because they did a lot of sexualized shots of Nagatara, which I'm do I'm Gucci on. I do not want to see that shit. Um, but aside from that, uh, these or those Snow White notes was really good. Um, where he, we're still in a tournament arc, and we're in the individual. Uh, tournament arc song so like he the main character just got done playing like his song for the competition it was really good got a little like character moments because his granddad died 
So his conflict is that because he's he's like a prodigy of the Shamishin and like his granddad died and people just want him to mimic his granddad. And he doesn't like he has a lot of like that weight of I don't want to I want to make my own sound like I don't want to just copy what my granddad did. So that was kind of like the central focus of the episode is him finding his own sound through the Shamishin. So it was pretty good. Uh, Tokyo Revengers was all right. The, the nigga is still, is still on my list uh, for this year of anime's worst uh, worst main <laughs> characters. Like, he had a good moment, but, like, nigga, you won, it out of, you won at 11. That's your swinging yeah, average. You won at 11, yeah. <laughs> you still ass, dog. And, and, like, I get, you know, people who read the manga, that's cool and all, but I'm watching the anime, and this is what I got so far. So I'm going off what I got so far, and that nigga's a bitch. Um... So there's that. And then also uh, Major. So I, I got done. I didn't get a chance to talk about this because we didn't do a recording last week. But I finished all of Major. That's around 153 episodes of, of that show. And y'all niggas on the pod know how much I fucking love Haikyuu. But Major has dethroned it. Major is now my favorite sports anime of all time. I I have like it's kind of like I equate it to Itazara and a kiss, uh, like how it's not only just them. Oh, we fell in love with high, in high school and now everything's happily ever. No, no, no. It takes place throughout their entire life. So it starts off high school, then it goes into college, then it goes into their careers and then their marriage life. So you get to get you get a a, a full swing of their romance life and not just we kissed in high school type of shit, lame shit like that, right? In Major, it's the exact same thing. A lot of these sports animes is literally high school shit, right? Cool. But what Major does is it starts off with him in the little league, then it progresses to into him being in the middle school, then it progresses into him being in high school, then it progresses into him being in the minor leagues, playing for his national team and then playing for the uh playing for the majors and then eventually playing in the world series like it showcases his entire baseball uh career so shout out to my nigga uh shigeno goro that's the main character's name i absolutely love the show i would say that if you are someone who's into sports anime and you're somebody who likes baseball this show is definitely worth uh the watch I would say the only negative I have with the show is that they do this annoying thing where they repeat um, because the main character is a pitcher. Um, he's a southpaw pitcher, which means he pitches left-handed. Um, which means he's dangerous. He's a very dangerous pitcher. Yeah, he, but, uh, he's yeah. fucking cold too. <laughs> he's very cold. Um, so, but what happens is a lot of, in a lot of the games they tend to repeat the same arc of him because he's he's a very emotional character to put it like that and he repeats the same arcs of like him being unsure of his pitching and blah 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 stuff like that they do this a little bit too much times but that's really it aside from that the characters are really good um he has like his rival character is a catcher um and he's also like a fucking amazing cleanup batter um it, it it makes sense. So like it the the dynamic between Goro and the rival character, him being a catcher, because basically what what's established is when they were kids, um, Goro met his rival character, uh, and basically 
they were playing he Goro got him into baseball and what ended up happening is that he was like okay you know let's get good at baseball together so that we can one day go to the majors and form a battery we'll be the ultimate battery i'll be the pitcher you'll be the catcher okay that but makes throughout sense. there okay. but throughout their like their years of baseball you know they go to different schools and shit like that so they play against each other a lot so it's that rivalry and then obviously i mean no super spoiled but obviously at the end of the series they play together for the same team in the majors so it's a, it's uh it's a really good show I give it, I, like I said before, I give this show like a 10 out of 10. I think that it's really good. It makes me mad as fuck because I got into I got into major through major second, and we're not going to get major second season three anytime soon because <laughs> the unfortunate thing about this series is that there's no Western coverage of major because major itself is not like, there's no official English sub. It's all fan sub shit. Even the manga is strictly Japanese only. And we literally only have major second as far as like English major stuff. So it's it's unfortunate, but I'm hoping for the best as far as major second is concerned. Uh, and then aside from that, um, another plan that I've been doing is I've been I've been going back into Bravely Default Two, which I kind of gave a brief little impressions of in one of our previous podcasts. But playing through it made me realize the bliss of not having to record gameplay because it's like you could just fuck around and dick around at your own place but the recording side of me like low-key does commentate when i'm playing brave the default 2 even though i'm not technically recording it because i'll be like oh i'm doing this and blah 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 blah. so it's kind of interesting once you kind of get into like recording gameplay and you play certain games off you know offline um so that's a cool little dynamic but that's pretty much it for me all right, cool. So, uh, do we want to let's do Loki first? Let's talk about Loki first. Thing you guys could do to, uh, okay. the fuck calling me from? Man, I ain't picking that fucking number up, you dick. But, um, but yeah, so let's talk about Loki. So Loki dropped this week, Wednesday. Um, very weird freaking day, cause I yeah. remember, like I, I don't like Tyler. That. I don't was, like that. Tyler told me like. Uh, what was it monday he was like yeah you know loki drops um this on wednesday i'm like you sure it's not friday i'm like disney always drop everything on friday like you know it's I, wednesday i assume it's because of the, the the star wars show so star wars bad batch that drops on fridays so oh that's I guess that's like, still going on okay that's here. okay that let's makes sense then. okay then that makes sense because you don't want to yeah, I guess. But anyway, so yeah, so Loki start started this week. Um, my first initial thoughts. Really, it's going to be interesting because I'm really curious on how they introduced the time dynamic. I'm not familiar with the time variant time authority. Variance, yeah. Me and Marvel, I don't know. So I got I didn't do my research on that yet, but that's that little situation seems very interesting. And just Loki's place, especially since uh, they literally said that uh, Owen Wilson's character said, hey, I need you to stop you. And I was like, huh? So I'm very curious on how things go in regards to that. But first episode, really good. Funny as hell because just the the time shit was just funny. Like the rewinding, uh, putting him back to his place and shit like that was hilarious. The fucking... Infinity Stone Park had me dying 
when this nigga was like, he's like, oh, you got a bunch of, uh, these are infinity stones. He's like, oh yeah, some of us use them as paperweights around the office. Yeah. <laughs> I, was I was like, like oh. nigga. I was <laughs> like, <laughs> like, y'all just casually just say like, oh yeah, this is nothing to us. I'm like, what kind of power is this? So like, I'm very, like, I'm going to do my research on them, see how Marvel comic books treat it. Because I'm like, that's, they're interest, it's interesting as hell in regards to coming that. off coming off of in game. That's like to like the casual fan who like that doesn't do the comic book shit. That's like a huge thing to go like this nigga Thanos. You saw what he did with five Infinity Stones. It's a drawer full of them, and some office worker nigga literally goes like paperweight. Exactly. Like even when he saw the Tesseract when the uh, the black chick gave, he was uh, like, "What is this?" <laughs> so he was like, "That's the Tesseract." You bro, he like out here with this shit man okay so like i'm very curious on where things will go i do like that they're, they're really starting to really show like or at least tease like hey we're really going to start digging into multi-verse theories with this upcoming phase by using loki now because it's like we've seen it already a little bit with um wandavision torn around with it and then now with um loki it's like, oh, we're talking about time and the importance of just making sure stuff stays on a specific time frame, time zone, and stuff like that. So it's like really interesting with that. But um, I'm enjoying it so far. It's really good. Yeah, I I agree. I it's weird. I think that out of all the shows, so Wandavision, Falcon and Winter Soldier, and Loki, I think that to me personally, this show had the strongest start for me. Yeah. Like it was it was an immediate like okay, I'm liking what I'm seeing so far. As far as like what they're doing. Now I did watch this kind of little clever little satire about how like Marvel doesn't like to kill off characters and stuff like that. But then I saw like <laughs> it was funny as hell because like the video got roasted by a bunch of comment sections going like so basically Marvel is doing what they did in the in the in the seventies and eighties when it came to their comic books, not killing off characters and bringing them back. <laughs> it's like Or they still yeah. currently do. Yeah, like basically they're doing the same thing they've always done. Um, and Loki is a very popular fucking character. So if they're gonna introduce a as something as complex as dealing with multiverse and time shenanigan bullshit, introducing it through a popular character like Loki is a smart idea. Tom uh Tom Hiddleston, right? That's his name. Yeah. He's a very charismatic actor. So like he could he can pull it off and then kind of even but even them, they kind of even acknowledge that like Loki did die. Like Thanos killed that nigga because in the scene where, and I thought this was a really good scene as well, when you know past Loki was going through the clips of his entire life, like what would have happened if he didn't grab the Tesseract and go someplace else, and he's looking and he's seeing like what would have happened if he just kept doing the stuff, and then he sees Thanos kill him, and then the the little uh, movie rule just stops, and then he's just like. So this is what this is. He's like so so much for a glorious purpose, and I was like, damn, like he has a lot. Like I'm liking what they're doing with this character because they did a they actually kind of did a good job of saying that yo, hey Loki, like when Owen Wilson was like, nigga, you are literally enhancement material. Your whole entire purpose is designed to make these niggas look great. That's your life. <laughs> but if you fuck around with me, we can make something good. We can give you a little redemption arc. I like the kind of um, 
mystery type of thing that they're going for. I actually predicted it when I was watching the show that when they were talking about the before they revealed that it was Loki and they were like, oh, this guy has multiple stab wounds and shit like that. I was like, okay, so it's Loki. I was like, this probably is some kind of paradoxical Loki who found out about, you know, the time shit. And basically he's like, because he's the God of mischief, he's like, you have one Loki who's like, all right, I'm gonna stop you. But you have another Loki who's like, oh, fuck all this shit. I'm about to go, I'm about to go crazy with this newfound information. Mm-hmm. So I'm curious to how they're gonna handle his evil character. Um, and a lot of interesting concepts were laid out. Uh, the time, I like Chris, I don't know anything about time variance authorities at all. I don't know anything about the timekeeper shit. So like I'm as casual as you can get when it comes to this part of the Marvel franchise. But in my opinion, I'm liking what I'm seeing so far. Uh, so I would, you know, encourage if you have Disney Plus, I mean, it's literally this. It's literally Star Wars in this. So I would say check it out. Good good length of a first episode. It was about like 50 something minutes. Even so nice like chunky. Uh, how many episodes did they say this Loki was going to be? I think. I remember I was on IMDb looking at act, looking at some of the actors. I think it said six. Okay, so basically, all right, that's good. I don't. I, I think I like that a bit better because it kind of forces them to be concise. Get be concise and tell the story that they want to tell as far as introducing what they're trying to introduce as far as Phase Four is concerned, um, which is a lot to deal with multiverse time shenanigan shit. Uh, and y'all already know how I am when it comes to the time. So if I smell some bullshit, I will call it out. There is a bit of bias in me because I do like Marvel and stuff like that. But I ain't so biased as to when I smell something nasty, I'm going to say, yo, that shit stank. So far, the bathroom is clean. So, you know, they ain't leave any poop stains, no pee, no pee shit, every, no, none of that stuff. You know, they make sure to wash the tub every time they done. No hair in the drain. It's all clean so far. Uh, so strong start for me. So that's it for me. Yeah, it, it is good. So I'm looking forward to where things go with it. Um, still, oh yeah, another hilarious part was when that nigga told the fight attendant, "Hey, I'm about to blow this plane." <laughs> Yo, he was like, he was like, "Hey, you should read the note." <laughs> and then he was like, "Bomb." <laughs> <laughs> He's a bomb. I'm like, nigga, what the hell's wrong with this man? But yeah, that was a, and that was right after. And then that, what made that funny was the joke Datro made. <laughs> what is? What joke I made? During the uh, eleven jokes. During the during the uh, flight simulator. Was it, was it Xbox? Was it Xbox? Xbox. Yeah, it was Xbox. During the, when we talk about Microsoft, Microsoft Flight Simulator. Oh yeah. <laughs> <laughs> That's all. Like, oh my god. But yeah, so. But yeah, Loki looks really good. So from there, I'll let you guys cook in regards to you guys' impressions of Final Fantasy. Oh, do you want to say anything about it, uh, Daytrail? Shout out to the black lady. Uh, the black lady was a good character. Because she's a black lady. But um, in the... Um, so she asked, like, in terms of, you know, culture and things of that nature, uh, we're not necessarily in a sci-fi realm like that, especially in the mainstream of having black people in there. It's always a lot of white people. Uh, but she's yeah. been in two major sci-fi projects. Um, not people not low. She's been a supporting characters in both of them. But two major um, sci-fi projects. She was in Lovecraft Country. Uh, oh, okay. Hippolyta's cool. sister. I mean, not Hippolyta's sister. As uh, the main character's sister. Um, 
and she's in this now. So it's, it's shout out to her getting the black girl bag. magic. Just got an HBO Max bag and now getting a Disney bag. Disney Marvel bag. She's <laughs> drinking it in. She's a really good actor. She did her thing in in Lovecraft Country. She turned into a white lady, and it was really really fucking good. Um, but um, yeah, shout out to her. other than that. You know, Loki's really funny. So it should you know be funnier than you know political Winter Soldier. And, uh, oh yeah, because niggas don't too political. Talk about stop talking about black people. Yeah. We don't want to talk about no black people, boy. No, 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 no. Go back to my white, my white main character. Talk about white main character stuff. Yeah, exactly. So it should be, it should be, it should be better than that. But no, it started off funny, so that's what's up. Um, I didn't just finish. It's not I didn't finish it because I didn't like it. I liked it. It's just I was distracted at work, so and yeah. I just didn't go back to it. Yeah. I should finish it. I should finish it uh, either tonight before I go to sleep or when I wake up tomorrow. I I probably get like a quarter of the way through. Uh, it was good though. It was kept my attention, but with a customer call, I kind of got to listen. Yeah, 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 yeah. yeah. Um, but that's it for that. Cam, take care of um, Final Fantasy first since I ain't played yet. Yeah. Cool. All right. So I'll say off top, this is a must purchase. If you own a PS5, you bought the PS4 version of remake. It's a free ver. It's a free. It's a free upgrade to get um, remake on the PS5. And the DLC costs twenty dollars and is worth every fucking penny off bat i will also say this integrate or intermission the dlc is intermission has so far out of this entire year the best video game ost of this entire fucking year no i co-signed that i co-signed that because when i was watching your uh your thing i was like yo this hey Uh, hey." you we did you did it because i'm about to upload part uh part two part two uh yeah no i'm about to upload part two tomorrow um, it'll be on two. It'll be up on Tuesday, but they have a fucking swing jazz track in that bitch, bro. And that shit is a fucking vibe. I'm just like, I'm like, yo, Square got some fucking soul in them. Hello. But anyway, as far as like the story, um, essentially, without spoiling, broad overview of the story, uh, you are playing as Yuffie, who is a part of OG Final Fantasy VII. For those who didn't know. Brief history of those to know, Yuffie was, uh, I believe, um, I'm not 100% sure, but she was, I think she was an optional character. Like, I think you could go throughout the entire game and never recruit her. Um, hmm. You could recruit her as early as, so, you know, and remake Cloud and them just left Midgar. So you could recruit her. Essentially, you have to, like, go to, like, this forest area. You walk around, and she has, like, a percentage to um, spawn, and you encounter her in a random battle. And basically what you're supposed to do is after you encounter her in battle, you'll like be in this field and she'll try to trick you into like leaving or turning your back and you're supposed to ignore her. And basically she'll go like, all right, I'll, I'll, I'll accompany you. I don't know if that's how they're going to do it in remake. It'd be a cool little nod if they do. I don't, I doubt they'll do that since they're taking the time to introduce her through this DLC, but that's kind of her history in the OG Final Fantasy seven. But in here, her job is to basically infiltrate, um, Shinra headquarters because she wants to steal the ultimate materia from their research and development lab to basically assist uh, Wutai, which is the country that she's from. Uh, because long ago, this is Final Fantasy VII War, there was a war between Wutai and Shinra. Shinra has soldiers kicked Wutai's ass. You actually get that in Crisis Core, which is Zach Fair stuff. Um, so Yuffie wants to basically get 
back at Shinra to to bolster up her forces so they can attack Shinra again should the need arise. Um, so that's that. You also get introduced to, I believe he's an original character. His name is uh, Sonan Kusaragi. I think he is an original character to remake. Uh, but he, and unfortunately, he's not a playable character. I thought he would be a playable character because the nigga look cold as hell. Uh, but I do like what they did as far as the gameplay with them. So this is unique to uh, Yuffie's part. This wasn't something that they introduced in uh, Remake, where basically you can have him sync up with Yuffie's attack. You press the L2 button, and basically if Yuffie attacks a monster, an enemy, Sonan will sync up with him. And then you can also do perform synergized attacks. You spin both of your ATB bars, and you'll perform like this cool little synchronized attack, um, which is pretty dope. But a caveat to that is that Sonon's ATB gauge will refill slower because obviously they don't want you, they don't want you to spam that shit because that shit does a lot of damage. Uh, Yuffie herself, as far as gameplay, and this is no cap when I say this because I fucking love playing Cloud and Remake. Yuffie is, to me, the best playable character in the entirety of Remake. Mm -hmm. um, she is fun as fuck to use. Uh, she has a mixture of ranged, uh, close ranged melee attacks. Uh, she can throw her, she can throw her shuriken and basically kind of do ninjutsu elemental attacks. And then she can also perform like a humming attack to retrieve her shuriken. So she has a variety of ways to cover the battlefield. She has a special ability in which she can change. So it's called like um, elemental ninjutsu. So depending on what the enemy is weak against, you can Essentially, Yuffie doesn't need any, um, like, she doesn't need fire, ice, or any of those materials. She kind of actually has that for free. So if enemy is weak against ice, you cast ice ninjutsu, and she will essentially, all of her attacks will be ice-based, and you can exploit the enemy's weakness. Um, and I think that's pretty much it as far. I, I think there might be some more gameplay stuff, but I haven't, I'm essentially, I'm pretty, I think I'm, I'm still on chapter one. To my knowledge, I think they said there's two chapters in the uh, DLC. Uh, and I think I might be almost done with chapter one. Um, there is two kind of little mini game side quests. Uh, one where this is a callback to OG Final Fantasy. It's again, you better be grateful that you have a Final Fantasy nerd like myself who can recognize the callbacks. So there is a, it's called um, Turtle. It's called the Turtle Club, I believe. Um, in the original Final Fantasy VII, there was this side quest in which you collected these posters for this club called the Turtle Club. And if you collected five of the posters at a certain part of the game, you would meet up with the person who's in charge of the Turtle Club. And he'll be like, oh, I see that you've collected five of the posters. I'll give you a reward, right? It's a, it's a hidden side quest. There's no one to initiate. You just kind of find the posters and then you know, you talk to the dude, you get a reward. But in this game, you get an initiation where basically you have to explore the slums of Sector 7. You kind of got to do some cool little platforming and puzzle solving in order to get some of the posters. But at the end, you get a pretty decent little material for it. There's also this uh, new mini game called Fort Condor. I don't know how to explain it other than the fact that just look it up on my Black Otaku Plays. <laughs> I cover one of the games there. It's a it's a cool little strategy sort of game. It's there. Um and yeah, that's pretty much it. So 
I all in all, uh, my first impressions, I'm not going to give it an official verdict yet until I beat the entirety of the DLC, which I will be covering on this channel. So check it out when you can uh, over the course of the next few weeks or so, or probably next week, because I don't think this series is going to be too long. Uh, but I will definitely say that once again, if you are somebody who owned PS4 remake, you happen to have a PS5, get the upgrade. If you have $20, but you know, it's, it's worth it. it it's worth it. It's really good. Uh, oh, the uh, upgraded performance, as far as like the 60 frames and 4k graphics and shit like that. Um, really good. It feels a lot more smoother than I can. Now I can tell the difference because PS4 remake was a little bit choppy in some areas. Uh, but I can I can tell that there's really an improvement when it comes to uh, Intergrade. So you definitely get a plus on that square. Um, I'll just say that I I do think that I do think um, I think the only sucky part is that people who don't who have a PS4, it sucks that they can't experience the intermission DLC because it's PS5 exclusive only only. I will I I, I agree that there should be at least some sort of downgraded version for the PS4 so you guys can experience it because not everybody is blessed or fortunate enough or financially savvy enough to get a PS5 or even if they have the means to get a PS5 lucky the fucking market yeah lucky enough to get a fucking PS5 so it's not like it's not like broke boy shit it's like fucking market market volatility shit when it comes to getting a PS5 uh but you know, live vicariously through people who have it, and then and one day, you know, patience is a virtue. You'll be able to experience it uh, one day. Maybe hell, they'll probably even drop it for free after a while, depending on how things go. So that's it for um, Integrate. Detroit, I'll let you go first as far as the Ratchet and Clank stuff is concerned, since I kind of already have some stuff with Black Ops Plays. Oh uh, yeah, so uh, Ratchet and Clank, dog. I'm playing it right now. Uh, it's very addicting. Uh, I I personally love it. I don't think there's any flaw in this fucking game, and it's not standing. Like, all right, I can't move through foliage without that shit moving. Well, fuck about that. Remember, <laughs> I, I slander graphic horror, bro. Do it all the time. And also, there's a difference. If you got to be a graphics whore, you get no pussy playing that stuff. Putting like, it on I, a t-shirt. I, I, like, you know, I like that. Now, this is different between an ugly game and, right. you know, like, when we talking about Bethesda shit, a lot of that shit is ugly. Like, the color palettes, all that shit is ugly. The gameplay carries Bethesda games, right? Unless, you like, when Skyrim first came out and shit, it, was, it looked a little different than everybody else. But shit like the Fallout and shit, the shit's ugly. Now, right, let me pause this because I'm in a certain part of the story. Now, for this, the game is beautiful. There's Okay, you can't go through footage and you clip through things. Tell me this right now. I'd rather go through shit, clip through things than get stopped by me. I'd rather, while I'm no. flying on a little Tyrannosaurus Rex thing that they was flying on in that video, I'd rather clip through that shit than bump into it. Because if you bump into something with that thing, you're automatically fucking dead. And you start back in the checkpoint. So fuck that. Um, and Ratchet and Clank checkpoints can be a little bit annoying. So luckily, when I was driving that thing, most of the time, I wasn't in the story. Um, I was doing like some sad quest shit. But uh, that's one thing I like to talk about in this game. In terms of story, story is good. I guess you know, I thought people was gonna be a little pissed off at the the, cause I was like, damn, 
the story is really focused on um the lady Lombax. So Rivet, yeah. yeah Rivet. The Rivet story is really focused on her. But that's because I was on one planet that's dedicated to the story. Went to the next planet, the whole entire time we just fucking ratchet. So I love how he's splitting this two up. Um, I love that I don't have to battle his weapon twice. <laughs> I yeah. love that. It's just, hey, it's just in your system. Don't worry about it. I'll put it in there for you. Uh, I like that. Um, but in terms of like the sad quest, now I have played, let me see. I can go to my library right now and show how many ratchet games I have played. Let's go to R. Man, I don't think I think I only I played the remake. I know I played some on like, but I think that was like on different systems, like other at other people's house and stuff. As far as Ratchet and Clank games, I'm almost there. Hold on, y'all. Okay, so I played one, two, three remake. Uh, in this, so that's like five, and then I played the original on like the PS2 and shit like that. Um. It's it's another game that I played in my childhood. Uh, I remember like a good, like uh, my mom's friend. She brought her son over. His name was Donato. Grew up with him. Nigga's a savage now, like real savage. Um, grew up with him though. I remember he brought in um, Ratchet and Clank, and I played it and I loved it. Back then, literally wasn't graphics or so. When I saw how big the game was and how 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 like you know. It's like they started off in that city, so it's like no ground. I'm like, bro, it's flying cars. Stuff. This shit crazy, dog. Yeah, um, yeah. I was like, this is amazing. So I'm so used to playing like I'm so used to playing like Crash and all that type of shit or GTA Three. So when I saw that shit, I was like, crazy. So I, I have a lot of experience with Ratchet. Played the remake. The remake. There was a time in the remake in which it had a fucking skill spike that was unbearable, bro. Like it yep. was a time. I think right after that boss that had flight, you had to fight in the lava. Yeah. That shit just got oh, yeah. unbearable, yeah. bro. <laughs> it was fun. Don't get me wrong. But they was like, yo, level up your weapons. If you ain't level up your weapons, know how to use them bitches. Cause if you don't, it is you fuck. Yeah. <laughs> the thing uh, is, it, that's in every ratchet game that I've played. Like shit. I don't know why, but it's like, okay, we're gonna stop holding your hand a little bit. Hopefully you've been collecting, upgrading the right weapons. Yeah. Cause we about to give you fucking hands. Just hand. Now, in all honesty, it didn't hurt my gameplay whatsoever. And remake, I didn't beat the remake because just got bored. But this, this got my attention fully. I love the story. Um, Cam is played play doing it, so I don't have to talk about the fucking story. Go watch him play it. Um, but. In terms of gameplay, my favorite fucking thing is the combat. Yes, this combat, combat is addicting as fuck. <laughs> it's so fucking good. It is the best. I'm going to say it right now. I'm going to find a fantasy stand, a persona stand, so I'm not even going to put them two in there. But if I'm talking about like combat on platformers and shit, in an open world games, look, bro, let me tell you something, brother. This shit right here, dog. Oh, I like it better than Witcher combat. Shit, I like it better than Spider-Man combat. I fucking rock with this shit, bro. Yeah, it's really fun. <laughs> it is, bro. Look, G, so I, I think they got almost every weapon so far, right, that I can get to. Right now, I don't know if we have the same spots count. I'm currently at the um, 
part where I'm like at a factory, like it's broken down or something, and I gotta keep hitting the void crystals to go back in time. I mean, go back in one dimension and go to another one to fix the shit. I, I just finished the planet um, where Ratchet had to find those prophets, and I did like the side shit where you had to find all the shrines. That's, okay, so that's I just I looked at. that. I just left that. So you, we're pretty much on the same weapon side, right? Um, bro, throwing down the fl- the flower pot. The, right? That shit is fun as fuck. <laughs> Turn them motherfuckers into green. I throw down to Mr. Fuji. Mr. Fun Guy, yes, yes. And I pull out the big ass cannon and spray them niggas, bro. <laughs> Look, the combat is so fun. I can't explain that. You need, if you own a PS5, this is one of them, bro. I don't care about Demon Souls. And I, don't, I don't even consider a lot of the upgrades other than Spider Man upgrades. Because none of them actually enhance the graphics. You just probably playing at 60 frames. <laughs> but this shit right here, bro, is beauty. I got too much else to say. Um, play it. <laughs> it is, I rarely ever, will rarely ever say a game is damn near perfect. This shit so much how I am at. I can go to hours, bro, so I don't want to hear niggas saying, but you haven't played it. Where my hours at, bro? I can't search the hours. I'm here, bro. Like, like I have played this game for like six days or whatever. Not six days. How long this game play came out? I have knocked out a couple of these planets. This game is up there. Fuck the foliage and I can't run through it like I'm a bitch or something. But I rocks with this game. It is a, a 9 out of 10. Because ain't nothing in this world is perfect. And if it's in the day trail rated, it's a slap out of slap. It, it gives the Goku stand account thumbs up. Play it. If you have the chance and you own a P- This is, honestly, it's a crime that PS4 niggas can't play this, bro. It's a crime. It's a crime. <laughs> it makes sense, though, because this, bro, that Gee, PS4 I'm sorry, be bro. fucking, the PS4 you be people's chugging. PS4s turn to jet engines? <laughs> that Personal PS4 heaters? would be going... That PS4 would be screaming help when you load that game, man. Just the graphic. When you using uh, Ratchet's rocket boots and you going through oh, the fucking yeah. When the, the ground was coming up under you and you were flying through that shit, bro. And I'm like, bro, this shit is fucking cold. Um, <coughs> we gotta get some water after this. But, um, Definitely get the game. Seventy dollars. Look, man. Ask your mom. Get the back of your mom's credit card. Then tell us the numbers after she tell you. Fine. I mean, play this fucking game. Play it. Get it. Watch it if you can. Cam is going through that gameplay. It is. It's the best place. To, well, no, I haven't played Integrate yet, so I can't. But as in just pure PS5 game so far, pure PS5. Yeah. Hey, let's see what's gonna happen next, bro. I can't, it gets me so hyped for what's next, bro. So fucking hyped, bro. Uh, I, I like spending money on this fucking like $500 on this system. Hey, I don't regret it whatsoever, yeah, whatsoever. So, um, go ahead, Kim. Yeah, it's all on you, yeah. I would say that definitely this game, like I said in my first part, I think this game is definitely 
Returnal kind of gave us a nice little teaser, but I think this game is definitely the definitive start of what next-gen gaming feels and looks like. Like, off-bat, when it comes to, like, no loading. I, I, I noticed, like, partway through, like, recording, like, episode three, I'm like, there's no loading screens. Like, it's just seamless transitions to planet to planet, gameplay to gameplay, gameplay to cutscene and stuff like that. It's it's like I was like, holy shit, like this feels really good. The 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 um RTX performance mode, like you know, you could tell how smooth it feels like when it comes to I'm not saying like oh 60 frames. No, I'm saying like the the smoothness and the fluidity of combat. You feel it. When I'm switching weapons, uh when I'm when I'm laying out the fucking enforcer shotgun. Uh, when I'm doing the phantom dash and shit like that, dodging and stuff like that, it all feels smooth. It doesn't feel janky. Um, I don't feel like, you know, it's dropping or anything like that. Uh, I like I like the introduction of Rivet, and it's absolutely hilarious that, like, she is literally a Rule 23 ratchet um, in its entirety. Shout out to the DeviantArt. Shout out to the furry fan base. They're going to have a field day with her character um, and Ratchet. Um, I like the concept of the fact that this is a dimension in which Dr. Nefarious won. I think that's a really cool thing as far as like the fact that like Dr. Nefarious won and then Rivet is ratchet in another dimension, but she constantly loses like Dr. Nefarious in Ratchet's universe. So it's that, that kind of polar opposite that, um, I, I, I really enjoy, uh, as far as, I'm trying to think of anything else I want to add that I haven't um, repeated in my my playthrough. Um, the Phantom Dash. I'll say this: I I do like that them entry because realize. So my history of Ratchet and Clank. Um, I played a lot of it on the you know the originals on the PS2. Up Your Arsenal, one of my all time favorites. I love that. Tools of Destruction was really good, or the Future series is really good as far as uh, Clank, Crank in Time, Tools of Destruction, um, all that stuff is really good on the PS3. I didn't play um, Into the Nexus, um, but I did. I did play um, the remake. I didn't finish all of it because, like they trail, I kind of got bored of it. Uh, but Rift Apart has uh, my full attention. But if y'all know Ratchet and Clank. The reason why it was so fucking hard is because there was no fucking evasion button in that bitch. <laughs> you, no. had to, <laughs> you had to be really good at you shooting You had to be on point. And, and using the cover to your advantage. But this game alleviates that issue by giving you the phantom dash. When I tell you that shit feels so good when an enemy shoots at you and you just, nope, nope. And you get the little cool little after image effect as well. Just makes it all so seamless. Um, and yeah, I think like if you have a if you have a PS5, it is criminal to not have this game on your system. You waste your time on Warzone. Yeah, you are little. There's literally no point. Like, there's literally no point in you having a PS5 and not having Ratchet and Clank. There's no point. It's like, why do you have it just, just fucking, you should have just still stuck with your PS4 if you're trying to fuck around with Warzone or some other shit like that. If you want, like, if you have a PS5, this is a PS5 exclusive. If you have the funds to get it, get it. If you're somebody who's like, well, I don't really like platformer like that. And like, yo, yo, try something new. You never know. You never know. You may like it. 
it's it's platformer. It's got the it's got the the shooter element. So you niggas who like to to shoot things and warzone and shit like that, you got that aspect. But you don't have generic ass AK forty sevens and shit. You got cool ass fucking weapon designs like Mister Fungi, the Garden, the fucking Kamehameha laser, the shield shotgun. Like all those, all these weapons feel unique. They feel good. Um, and they, and it's like, they give you ample, like each encounter that you have in the game, the game gives you a big enough space and area and tools to really pick and choose how you handle that encounter. As far as like what you're going to use, are you going to do crowd control? Are you just go straight up pew, pew, pew? Like it gives you all that you need to do as far as handling, um, enemy mobs and boss fights and things like that. The puzzle solving is pretty decent. Um, I kind of like that little section you did with Clank where you had to kind of figure out, you no, know, we had to walk like all the Clanks through that door in order to move on to the next area. I thought that oh, was they brought that dope. back. <laughs> yeah. From uh, I think that was that was from Cranking Time, right? Cranking Time and it was like another one. It, it was like it was it was it was back in the PS2 games too. Okay. That shit right now. Like it you it ain't nothing that you could just say, "Oh, bro, let me go ahead and whip this out real quick." A lot of the shit you be sitting there like, oh. Yeah, it's like, it's it's good it's good thinkings, you know what I'm saying? Sometimes you got to take a break from the pew-pews, and you got to, like, use your brain. Clank, Clank ain't a fighter like that. Even, I mean, even though we had, like, Secret Agent Clank on the PSP, that's a, that's a, that's a niche one for y'all who didn't know. But I fuck with that game, too. But Clank ain't a fighter. He a thinker. So mm-hmm. it makes sense. Um, And, like, for people who are like, oh, I don't know about Rivet and all stuff, she's literally a carbon fucking copy of yeah. Ratchet. There's no, the only difference is their weapon combo. Instead of doing a swipe at the third strike, she slams her hammer down. That's literally the only difference between the two of them. Other than that, they are exactly the same. The only difference being is that she's a she's a female and she has a different voice actor. Uh, but other than that, yeah, great game. Uh, buy it, play it. And if you can't play it, watch me at Black Otaku Plays where we will be uh, uploading um, some parts to it, so look forward to that, and uh, that's all I got. All right, cool. I'm glad to hear you guys enjoying it. Definitely will be copping it really freaking soon. So, shout out to Insomniac for just continuing the greatness that is the Ratchet and Clank series, and also anybody that's being overly critical of the fact that like they didn't do nothing really new. I'm like motherfucker, leave them niggas alone. But, hey, but it's like what? No, who's broken about it? It's a fucking good game. It's, but it's a like, good game that they literally, at this point, I would say, and this is not me playing, but watching people, you guys play, they mastered their own art. Yeah. So it's like, what, like, gee, that's all you can really ask is just give me a really great ratchet game that involves fun weapons, explosions, and on top of it, it looks fucking pretty. So what you want it to be God of War, Ratchet fucking swinging his hammer, decapitating niggas? Like, if they have a formula, I would rather them innovate on that formula and make it make it into next gen. And that's exactly Mm -hmm. what they did. They gave us the Phantom Dash, which you you think that it's like okay, use an evasion. But if you played any fucking Ratchet and Clank game, you will realize. How fucking big it is to be able to fucking evade in a Ratchet and Clank game. It adds a little bit more depth into the combat in the game. 
and they give us unique weapons that are new to this game that you can use as far as dealing with your enemies and the the the, the, the as far as traversing through the different planets and stuff like that all of that stuff is good the platforming they've added some elements to that which is pretty dope like you still got the you know tried and true gold bolts collectives that oh that's another thing i want to talk about the fact that we have the gold bolt stuff and that's not if you and if you look at the gold bolts like what it does as far as like cheat codes that in any other game that would be a fucking dlc pack mm-hmm. weapon skin pack all this other stuff but the fact that the game is literally going back to the tried and true of platformer games as far as listen you discover this off branch area and you get you get rewarded for it or you complete these set of challenges you get rewarded for it mm-hmm. you get rewarded for playing our game instead of how deep your wallet is and that's what i like listen if is it is it groundbreaking oh my gosh no but i don't expect that with a fucking ratchet and clank game because it's an established fucking series it's not a new ip <laughs> so groundbreaking i will also say yeah it fucking is you want to know why i say that name a game that's doing what this doing on a fucking console right now they're giving you this many particle effects most games that have a lot of shit in it guess what the colors are fucking gray and black and fucking blue and blue, Maybe a little brown, 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 not blue. Like, no. Blue's too bright of a color, brown. Like, you know, I don't want to hear that shit that, oh, this is not, you know, that's fucking cap. Like, yeah, bro, keep it buck. Yeah, motherfuckers going to stand PlayStation niggas. I mean, PlayStation niggas going to stand, Xbox niggas going to hate. That's the, that's, the, that's the way in the world that we live in today that motherfuckers not just going to have an honest opinion of what the fuck they playing, bro, or what the fuck they seeing. In all honesty, no matter what, this is on fucking Xbox. And I'm looking at Xbox niggas play this shit. I'm going to be like, damn, they got them a fucking behemoth of a game already, bro. I don't want it. Like, that's what that, like, that shit pisses me off that motherfuckers are overly critical of a fucking platformer, dog. Like, you acting like we, you acting like we looking at the new fucking, fucking, I don't fucking know, the new. Battlefield or some shit like that. Like, <laughs> like, it's, it's. It's a it's a it's a cartoony mascot platformer, dog. Mm-hmm. And they and for niggas who it's Ratchet has a strong fan base, strong. So for the niggas who who love their fan base and want to continue to to play the games that they that they got, thank you. They they doing that. They're gonna continue to do that shit. So like what I said, fuck them niggas. Fuck that nigga who said he didn't get a chance to go through the foliage. I didn't even know that shit. Who like, cares? Just the <laughs> fact that he said, I'm going to stop what I'm doing. I'm, I'm going to stop shooting robots and walk through foliage. Nigga, if you don't get your frolicky ass out of here, boy. <laughs> he wanted to skip around like skipping the, the fucking Guardian like he fucking playing. Uh, what's that? Uh, that game. Fucking. Oh, UPS simulator. That's what it was. Yeah. UPS. All right, like the it, even still, like if you are t- if you're the type of person who likes to take a take a break and like look at the like because I, I do that sometimes. I did that when I was playing through the game myself, going like, holy shit, this looks like a pretty awesome place. But I'm not gonna go like, well, you see that rock hanging off right there? If I throw my wrench at it, it should leave a crack in the rock. Nah, bro, like it just looks good. Let's move on, bro. Like that's exactly. not the whole. It's cool that somebody took the time to develop that, and I acknowledge that. But I'm gonna move on to doing what I want to do, which is shoot robots in the fucking face with Mr. Fungi. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. But let's go ahead and move on to news before we get to our E3 impressions. Uh, Jujutsu Kaisen's mangaka, uh, I forgot his name, Jiji Gegi, 
Gigi. Uh, he's on break, uh, indefinite break. Even though they're saying it's probably gonna be a month due to health reasons. Uh, it was more pushed upon him by his uh editors than anything because he's just been working hard with uh Jujutsu Kaisen. I'm glad he's doing it. I'm also glad that the editors are being yeah. Shout out to the editors. Bit, yeah. yeah, the editors are putting forth the effort to say, okay, look. We got a dude who, 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 it's been 900 days since he dropped the manga. And then we just had Berserk's writer just, even though it wasn't, yeah. it wasn't along the lines of because of his work, but health, his health just Still declined health reasons, and he yeah. died of something that should even killed him at his age. So it's like, okay, let's make sure these guys live it's not it's one thing like they want to work hard and stuff but they want to it's looking out so i'm glad that he ob- uh obliged to it and say okay okay i'll take a break i'll relax take a take a break bro relax. yeah it's like it's not it's not gonna hurt you like it's not gonna mess up the timing of because i think he said he's he's around he's getting close to trying to wrap up jujitsu kaisen so so yeah so it's just take your break bro relax if you got a wife, let her up, beat your meat, bro, and just relax, bro. Like, you know, do your thing. You know, or if you, uh, you know, Tagashi, go ahead, play your uh, 200th playthrough of Dragon Quest Eleven. you know? <laughs> exactly. Like, gee, just take your break. You know, Tagashi has no excuse no more. <laughs> it's been over 900 days. That nigga just need to, he literally just needs to see it's a doctor talk to his days. wife. Like, sure. the other day, me and Chaz had a very funny ass conversation and he's a hunter hunter ass nigga me and him had the funniest conversation about what togashi's literally doing to the point i was mad that there wasn't a camera and we could have made a skit out of it g but it is what it is togashi go count your wife's money because literally there's a new sailor moon movie coming out on netflix i understand fuck that pen well she well she look she coming out of she coming out the door oh sailor moon money all right Say <laughs> toss that nigga the check and say uh even out the uh bank uh bank book man. No, she yes, like here you is. can buy your uh six memorabilia statue of uh Dragon Quest Hero number nine. <laughs> exactly. Like hey. But yeah, so uh monk uh Jujutsu Kaisen, my guy, just chill. Um then we have Shaman King will hit Netflix in the United States August 9th. I've lost all hype for that series to be to keep it a buck because that shit that when that stuff initially got announced for this season and we you found out that not only was it exclusive to Netflix but it was exclusive to Netflix Japan. Like, I was just like, get the fuck out of here, bro. Like, I fuck with Shaman King. Don't get me wrong, I'm probably still gonna watch it, but like, I'm not like, I'm not like, oh, August not this fucking blow. It's gonna be like somebody go remind me on the kick chat that like. Or the the group me that like hey uh it's time it's out uh, but I okay I watch it I guess. <laughs> oh man <laughs> yeah so th- this is just a prime example Netflix whatever deal you have if you gonna get these anime make it if it's especially if it's something big like Shaman King make it global. Y'all did this, like, I understand with Carol and Tuesday, I let that slide because, heck, I'll, I'm probably the only nigga in the world that watched it. But something like Shaman King, I feel like that should be global. And I think they did it with another major anime as well. Eden, Eden Zero 
was put in the same position as well, I think. Stop that. Yeah, shit. yeah. I think it's like, to me, this is just like what niggas be like, oh, we need we need multiple anime streaming platforms because we need it to be in competition with each other. Fuck that shit, bro. We just need one fucking, one, one streaming service where we could just house all animes and I can just watch the shit. It releases globally because this is, to me, this just furthers my argument that Netflix don't hashtag cancel Netflix anime. And Netflix don't need no fucking anime in their shit. Stick to your live action bullshit originals and call it a day. Whoever is giving you the bag or whoever you giving the bag for anime, it just needs to be a universal law that is agreed upon by the United Nations. Netflix can't have no fucking anime because y'all <laughs> niggas are garbage at maintaining the shit. Y'all are trash. It's just... It's just big facts, bro. Like Shaman King was one of the animes that I was looking forward to because I fucking love that shit. And it was, it was very hype coming in, very hype coming. And in. I was like, holy shit! And I was, I remember, I was like, when when it came out, I was like, all right, okay, cool. I literally called my mom up. What's the Netflix password? I need to log in. I'm going down. I see the generic ass. Like it was literally like the. It wasn't even like a Shaman King profile thing. It literally oh, yeah. just said, it, I remember Shaman it King. just said Shaman King. It was like, and then I clicked on it. I'm like, what What the fuck is this shit? And then I looked online and it was like, oh, no, it's only in Japan, Netflix. So you got to get a VPN or some shit like that. Yep. Or you got to go to some site where somebody did like some fan sub shit. Like, no, I don't, I don't want to do that shit, bro. I'm too, I'm too old. I got too much shit in my life to, to worry about, to kind of to do all this shit just for one fucking show. So, no, nah, Netflix, you a goofy ass nigga. Yeah, I co-sign that wholeheartedly. But August 9th, you get to finally watch Shaman King do legal means. Uh, then Facebook gaming is going all out with the streaming shit because now they're giving the streamers, for, I think for the next couple of months, I think it said a couple of months or a couple of years, I forgot, 100% of their subscription profit. How much do how much does it cost to subscribe to someone on Facebook gaming? I'm not sure. I never bothered to look. I should have looked. Matter of fact, hold on, where my phone? <laughs> I don't even know nobody who actually does it. So how much? It's not a it's not a dead. It's it's not like Yeah, it's not dead at all. Like yeah, they yeah, all I'm trying to see how much it is. Like how much are they gonna be getting for that shit? I'm trying to think too. It probably is five. Whatever what was uh what was Microsoft's sub thing? Because I know Microsoft just went to Facebook gaming, so I have no idea. Uh, okay, so yeah, it's 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 five dollars a month. So uh, it's pretty good. Like if you somebody who got like a whole bunch of fucking sub, uh, a whole bunch of people subscribe to you, that's a bag. You about to retire? <laughs> <laughs> oh, is good. And this is and this is you said this going on for like a couple years or I think it said a couple months or a year. Let me just double check because I saw the article and I was like, oh shit, they 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 going crazy. But let me. Make sure I give you guys does this information. does this only apply to Facebook gaming or is this an entirety? Because I do know that like some Facebook page they have like the little fan, they have like the fan um badges or shit like that that you could pay for for like five dollars a month. Does that apply to them as well, or is Facebook still taking a cut out of that? Probably still taking a cut out of it. So okay, let me read the whole article. So this is from Kotaku. So Facebook has made no secret of its desire to lure stream streamers over from Twitch and. Twitch is saturated pastures, its latest salvo in the streaming wars, full subscription profits for streamers for the next two years. So oh, yeah, that's big. Facebook gaming partnerships manager Josh Moreska made the announcement on Twitter. We're doubling down on the creators. He, 
Facebook has waived all rev share from subscriptions until 2023. Yeah, you read that credit. You'll continue to receive 100% of your subscriptions when purchased on desktop. Added that the plus the part and plus the partners level up in all Facebook partners and creators. So this is really big if you're looking yeah. to get into streaming and you're trying to make say, some money. I would also say this is as far as like the competition of like the different, you know, gaming streaming services. This is a big up for uh, Facebook to kind of go like I cards on the table. What are you doing, Twitch? Because for those who haven't been paying attention, Twitch has been not good in the light these past couple months. They've been fucking up a lot, especially when it comes to like DMCA stuff. Mm-hmm. Um, like so they've been going with a lot of shenanigans. So for Facebook to pull this out to kind of go like, all right, Twitch is kind of getting a lot of negativity. Hundred percent uh pay subscription uh revenue for y'all. It makes people go like, all right, hold on, let me take this. Facebook gaming stuff's a little bit more serious now. Mm-hmm. I think it's a good it's a good move for. Or if you're so. somebody who's looking to get in and hoping to make a profit, like a, a, at least gaming. a quicker yeah. profit, go into Facebook because, like they mentioned at the beginning of the article, Twitch is over fucking saturated. It is very, so, and it's like and Facebook it's is still <laughs> very entry level. Still, like yeah, it's people who are pretty big on there, but it's still very much entry level. You can get in, and, got a personality, you know how to promote yourself. Nigga, you easy. play the right games, you it's good. Mima gonna be able to support you, my nigga. She gonna she gonna tune in. She gonna she gonna slide you that dog. Because yeah, a lot of people on Facebook, a lot of people still on Facebook. And honestly, at this point on Twitch, if you ain't no um, hot Americanized beauty girl doing them hot tub streams. Go ahead, try some play. Some, yeah, go ahead, try something else, G. <laughs> just like if you want to get into a field that's oversaturated, it's like if you want to become like a fucking doctor or something. It's a grind. Be prepared yep. to not not only work so hard to get a fucking iota of fame, but after all you put that work in, be prepared to not have the shit that you wanted. So mm-hmm. that's if you want to go the Twitch route. But go ahead, start small. It's a lot of niggas who who did the uh whatever whatever Microsoft shit was called again. Mixer. Mixer. Mixer, it's a lot yeah. of people who started off on Mixer, and they they grew a fan base that went to them on Twitch. So, yeah, exactly. So, it's an opportunity. Opportunity is there. Take if it. I had a and I, page, I wouldn't, you know, in a in a reliable streaming setup. I want to, you know, exactly. And plus, it's Facebook. Like, like literally, like the very worst that could happen is like they ain't gonna sit there and trip. Like, oh my God, this nigga don't have my fucking uh. 4k everything most if the facebook person sees it they're gonna be like all right let me see my homie game damn that nigga suck on madden okay like nigga so what they gonna make but yeah so something to look to um then ups simulator aka death strand is getting a director's cut for the ps5 i might see how death strand and uh you know he is uh i might check it out big ass mike Big ass Mike. I'm it's a big ass hell no to me. <laughs> I want to see how big ass hell no to me, bro. Um, I, I want to maximize like PlayStation games that I play. Um, bro, I'm telling you, I've 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 seen so many niggas play that game. I've seen playthroughs, live streams. That shit is so fucking boring, bro. Yeah, I'm like not- it's not even it's not even it's not even the gameplay. 
it's the because Hideo Kojima, like his biggest thing is storytelling and cinematic. It's like his biggest thing. Like you like whenever like the Metal Gear has decent gameplay, but like if you talk to a nigga who loves Metal Gear, they'll always talk about the fucking story, the convolutedness of fucking all the damn snakes and fucking uh, all this other shit. Metal Gear, all convolutedness. That's his thing. But Death Stranding story, it's not even like a good convoluted of like, all right, you know, there's like 20, 20 different snakes. There's a, a papa snake, a, a son snake, clones and all this other shit. Okay, I can get behind this. Death Stranding story is literally like it's nonsensical and it's not like a I'm enthralled. Like, okay, you come up with all this bullshit, you know, things. I want to see where it leads. It's literally like, okay, were you high when you made this? <laughs> because that's the only reason how you could you could think, even think that this is good enough to present for a, a gaming story, especially for somebody like Hideo Kojima. So I I can't I can't get into it. But if you want to do it, hey, Black Otaku plays they trail. That's stranded. <laughs> <laughs> hey, I can link you to the YouTube page. You can just stream it live, nigga. They live stream it, bro. UPS simulator, bro. <laughs> hey, I can hey, somebody, hey, somebody probably be like, hey, listen, I didn't like the I didn't like the OG Death Stranded. Maybe the director's cut. Maybe you have Kojima commentating as you're walking through, you know, delivering your packages, going like so when I designed this particular side quest for you to deliver this specific package, I was thinking in the back of my mind, like when you go over the mountain, it's a symbolic metaphor for the stages of the biosis when it comes to uh, entering life. You start at the bottom of the valley and through hardships of climbing and maintaining yourself into your mother's womb, you come out of the mountaintop. And it's your, it's your primal of life, but then you descend to the bottom when you realize that you realize the existence of existing. It's on fire, to tell you the truth. <laughs> uh, I'm, I, you know, I'm, no, not bad in the side. Shout out to more games getting upgrades and shit like that. Yeah. Uh, need that. Need is, it. Is, it, is it a free, is it a free upgrade? I think so. If it, I, think I, so. I don't know. Honestly, really don't know. I, I think just, so. I, think I know Datra brought it up, so. Um, but shout out it's we need That's more upgrades. I'm not just talking about a little bit. I mean up le- legit upgrades. I want my controller to have feedback to the game that I'm playing. Exactly. That's huge. Fucking like I need that difference. I need to feel that ha- tap feedback with the uh trigger too. That's important to me. It just hit different. But yeah, so that's it for news. Um so let's give our E three impression so far for this weekend uh we're not really gonna go over the detail oh wait 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 the... we forgot we forgot one more news what? um full metal alchemist uh project. oh yes 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 my fault so we have hold on let me pull up the actual picture real quick so i can make sure i know it. um so yeah so full metal alchemist has a new special project coming up because the 20th anniversary is next month july 12th so we don't know what it could be. It could be a new movie. It could be an OVA. Could be another retelling of the series. Oh, all we know it could be a fucking uh, special figurine or some shit like that. It could be that. <laughs> For all we know, it could be a fucking mobile game. 
I, I pray. Listen, listen, please. <laughs> it's gonna be a gotcha game please. too. Because, but I, I don't think so. Because like Full Metal Alchemist has already had like collabs. Like I think they they had one on. Was it was it Final Fantasy? No, it wasn't Final Fantasy. It was that. What the? Oh, I forgot what it was called. But they had a collab where you could have like Ed and Al in the game. Uh, I I don't think it's gonna. I think more than likely. My my theory that I'm thinking, I think it might be like a a movie where it's like an upgraded movie that basically retails Brotherhood or some shit like that. Or the the fanboy in me is hoping for a after Brotherhood OVA. Yeah, that's what I'm thinking. That's what I want. Basically, what happens after like as far because remember at the end of Brotherhood, Ed says that he wants to go to some you know he wants to go to the the other continent to find out about their version of alchemy. So like, I would like to see kind of more details on that. And I think Ed said he's going to go someplace else. Like when he left uh, Winry and said, yeah, I'll be back. Like basically a retelling of what those two did um, as far as like, after they got their bodies back and stuff like that, I would like to see something along those lines. Yeah. Like that's all possible. I still think it's going to be a gotcha game, but <laughs> that's just me. It's just me. Um, Daytro, you're, you, you had uh, anything? I, I want it to be an OVA. All right, cool. So let's go ahead and move on to E3. Um, so like I said, we're not going to go into overly crazy detail because we have five videos of us talking about each press conference. Also, let's put a disclaimer in as well. There is still more E3 coming out on Monday and Tuesday, but niggas have grown up responsibilities jobs and bills to pay and that shit is during the morning when niggas have to go to work so mm -hmm. we will not be covered so like the you know the nintendo the capcom the bandai namco stuff won't be covering that gotta exactly. hold that sorry when when we when you know later on maybe next couple years when things start to build up and stuff like that we'll see where it goes from here but for now we could only cover the weekend stuff exactly so we gave y'all what we can give you guys. Follow us on the Black Otaku's. You might get some of my random uh, thoughts on that. So follow the Black Otaku's page if you want. Probably any thoughts that we may feel about anything. So it is what it is. So our impressions of the weekend so far and potential things to come. So I'm gonna go first. Um, pretty much, oh, I would say Square won the week the weekend. I know a lot of people on Twitter is overly freaking critical of Square right yeah, now. Yeah, they they are mad as they, they like always, they're mad. All they did, all they did was Marvel. All they did was Marvel. Like, a lot but, of people are that demo for some reason too, but I didn't. Oh, that's because the demo um corrupted. It's it's corrupted. Like you, <laughs> if you download it, you can't play it. It's like some technicality issues going on with the demo. It's, it's corrupted which right now. I expected because they were saying like they're gonna drop it as soon as like. The conference is over. I was like, "Ain't no way this shit finna go smooth." I'm like, "Look, intern Coon <laughs> fucked up. Yeah, <laughs> intern Coon fucked up. So that it ain't probably getting fixed to the very earliest tomorrow night, which is Monday. So it is what it is when it comes to that. But uh, mainly because, and this is my expectations, what wowed me more, and just seeing Guardians wowed the shit out of me, especially because, hey, they bold as fuck. 
to literally go ahead and say we're gonna give you another marvel game after yeah after the avengers <laughs> somewhat travesty of marvel avengers and which pissed off a lot of people but in terms of the overall scope of it i liked what i saw was the frame rate choppy a little bit yeah but that could be because the stream that this, their stream of the stream was choppy too I also your internet it. sucks too that, so it there could you be go. that so it is what it is i don't really care like by the time that game comes out it should run fun it should function plain and simple but that made me legit go wild because it looked fun it looked neat it looked interesting so i'm totally all in for that uh even the other stuff i saw looked neat like regards they played to they played to what they do best which is in in their fan base plays best which is the mobile games Final Fantasy remakes of the mobile game, of, of mobile versions of the Final Fantasy remake games and shit like that, and whatever properties they can have. So they stuck to their core. So I would say, Final, I mean, Square Enix impressed me. And also, I liked how they slightly slipped in six Final Fantasy 16 gameplay. Yeah. That I was smooth. That was smooth as hell. <laughs> I'm, I'm gonna. I think Square's having their own press conference, though. That too. Yeah. Or they save the shit for Nintendo and no, it's, you know PlayStation. Like it's a lot. E3 is a dying fucking convention at yeah. a rapid rate. This is not something that like you know that's going to continue. Probably five years from now, we're not going to get an E3 because it's bro, it was like it was like three thousand niggas on like IGN's page on Twitch to watch a lot of these game conferences. Granted, some of them could have been watching a favorite, you know, content creators live stream it, but like still something IGN is one of the biggest, you know, as far as like video game media outlets is there. And they had like 3000 niggas watching like Xbox Square Enix shit like that. So. Yeah, you know, I like, but I'm not I'm not too like I. I try not to get overly critical about anything. Right. Because That turns me into that nigga that like foliage. But I, I try my best to to, to, to to always have, you know, an unbiased view on it. Bro, some of them games look like they was a generation older, of course, but a lot of them are. A lot that, of them are were being developed for that specific time. Well, and then, Xbox. <laughs> Corona hit, and it was like, hey, it's time. Push it back. <laughs> Unless you like a studio that's probably owned or knew about like this situation, I was... We was gonna get these next gen systems right here, right now. They didn't make it for that. They made it for the PlayStation Four, and plus, kind of happy about that because it probably run better on the PS Five than it would run on the PS Four. So, and like I like to call that in the party chat, PS Five priority. Um, but <laughs> I literally said, you know, Cam, you know this. If a nigga on PS Four mute you in the party chat, they can hear you, but you can hear them. So they're not muting themselves. They're just muting your voice. And, but you can hear what they say about you and stuff like that. Wow. It's high priority. I'll be like, hey, bro, you might as well just leave the party, bro. I can still hear you talking to He said, look, me. man, I'm still the shit. I'm still the shit, G. You mad because I'm the shit, G? That's what it is? You mad because you got that broke boy PS4 system, my nigga? That shit crazy. But yeah. Where's the fuck? All in all, like I like Square was probably my favorite. This E like E three shit like 
I just wish each gaming company had their own event now, like how PlayStation and Nintendo do. Just keep us in the loop of what's going to happen, and you're all good in my book. Like, no cap. I know we shit on Nintendo Directs a lot, but at least they keep us in a loop. At, but at least, but it's it's consistent as far as like Nintendo literally goes like, this is what we go show you in our direct. This is literally what we showing you in our direct, and then they show it. It's just Nintendo fans be like, I was expecting Breath of the Wild too. I was expecting Smash guest characters. Like, no, Nintendo literally goes like, hey nigga, this this is all we presented for this eat this um this. I I, I don't even know if they did it for um tomorrow or Tuesday. I forgot when they go. But I don't know if they already laid out and goes like, this is all we about to talk about as far as E3 Nintendo Direct. But hey, I, I can't be mad at it. It's like, this is what you're getting. Yep. Yeah. Um, I would say that, yeah, I like Squares um, the most. Um, and this isn't me being biased. It's because like, for me personally, the games that Square showed off were more to my liking and appeal. Um, I like the Guardians gameplay. Hell, even the Black Panther stuff that they showed off interested me to a degree. Yes, you know, memes, yeah, Avengers sucks, blah, 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 blah. But at least this Black Panther shit is a free, it's free. I own the game still. So if I ever wanted to go like, let me check out what this Black Panther stuff is about, I can do so. Um, the uh, Platinum Games, uh, the Babylon Fall, that looked pretty interesting. Yeah. Um, as far as the hack and slash, Platinum Games, when it comes to they to the hack and slash, they know how to do it. The Final Fantasy Origins game looks deep, dope. Definitely going to be doing like a little Black Otaku plays impressions of when that demo comes out tomorrow. Hopefully, when that hopefully that stuff gets fixed soon. So, uh, I look for that looks dope. I like. I want to see what they do as far as the Final Fantasy universe because I don't know if they said explicitly it's a prequel to Final Fantasy One or is it like I think they said it's a retelling of Final Fantasy One. All in all, I'm interested in it. For people who are mad about the mobile game stuff, you have to realize that Square Enix is a Japanese company. And if you've ever been to Japan or you know about Japan, for all my, you know, wannabe weeaboos out there, mobile gaming is fucking huge. Huge. Not even in just, just Asian demographic, period. There's a reason why there's a big fucking push when it comes to niggas trying to promote markets in China. Because China is huge. And mobile gaming in and of itself, hell, you just look at fucking Genshin Impact. <laughs> mobile gaming is huge. Yeah. I know y'all niggas don't want to see that shit, but mobile gaming is here to stay. The console it's version of Genshin Impact has to move content around so that the mobile version can proceed, bro. So if the mobile version ain't got something to get to, the console version ain't gonna have it either. Ain't gonna get it. They they literally prioritize for all you niggas who play Genshin Impact on console, they literally prioritize it on the mobile game. Because that's where all the money is. And in Japan, it's no different because Japan's economy, Japan is a very we don't I I stay in my house damn near 24-7. That don't happen in Japan. You are in and out your fucking house. You going to your damn job. Most of the time you spend it going to transportation, going to and from, taking two hours or more. And what are you doing in the meantime? Playing on your fucking phone. And if you can play a Final Fantasy game or anything like that on your phone, which niggas do, they're going to do so. I'm not trying to defend. I'm not trying to, like, cap for Square Enix. These are just facts. No, the process of <laughs> 
while we seeing all these Final Fantasy, which is okay. Do you know how fucking crazy of a market strategy it is to have every other Final Fantasy game on your mobile device instead of having to go get a fucking Nintendo Color or DS or some shit to play all of them bitches over again? Or an emulator on your phone or some shit. You could just so you, you you're playing boom. probably. And the thing is, if you look at like the Dragon Age games on mobile, them bitches like two ninety nine. These are not They're very cheap. Fuck. Very cheap. So you can <laughs> play the game that made the series as popular it is today on your phone whenever the fuck you want to. This shit That's, it's good. Like this is not bad. this is not saying we switch everything over to a mobile device. No. This is saying if you want to play the one of the greatest series of video games of all time, and found out how it became that way, instead of us. Give you a sixty dollar fucking eight bit game on Collect, your co- collection pack or some shit like that. <laughs> Two ninety nine joint, playing whatever you want to. Yeah, is it is a market for it, and they are they are catering to that market. It's the same thing. While we got that Life is Strange shit, bro, mm-hmm. it's a fucking market for it. Niggas love love that series as much as I slandered it, and when we were doing our live reaction of it, they love that stuff. Yep. Um, so they're catering to all of their niche markets, which is smart. They're not gonna, and this is another thing too, uh, because like Detrail said, my overall thoughts on E3 so far, um, as far as black otakus of the culture as a collective, this shit was like below average. Shit was ass. Like Square Enix was good and all, but like most of this stuff was, who cares? trailer announcements or have your own showcase like this wasn't anything that was like holy shit what a fucking e3 mm. none of the none of the press conferences did that to me um i would say square enix was first xbox bethesda was second literally there we was... might have to separate i'm sorry we're gonna have to separate bethesda g i'm okay, sorry okay yeah okay so <laughs> separate them up square enix was square enix was first xbox is uh second PC gaming show is third, I guess. Then Bethesda is fourth. Then Ubisoft. Then Gearbox. That's that's my that's my uh grading. Xbox. Now listen, I have I for all you niggas before you jump on my on my back, I have an Xbox Series X. I have one. I was able to get it. So for all you broke niggas who still have an Xbox 360 going like, oh, well, Xbox is the greatest thing of all time. Nigga, I have it. I played it. So what I'm saying, even if you want to uh, invalidate it, hold it. But like Halo Infinite, I'll give it that was the Halo Infinite shit was a big, big good shit. Because not only not only is it gonna be it's technically all of it is technically going to be free because it's the the story mode is gonna be on the game pass and the multiplayer in and of itself, even if you don't own the game pass, is free. Mm-hmm. If you own an Xbox Series X, you have Halo multiplayer. Now, Detroit was talking about this during one of the um, our during the reaction, as far as like having your first-person shooters be, like, being as an exclusive as being bad. But for an IP like Halo, that's, that's the best thing you could do if yeah. you're gonna make it exclusive is make it fucking absolutely free mm-hmm. because you have just guaranteed the longevity of your multiplayer scene in that game for a long fucking 
time. They re they re they they reinventalize whatever the word is. They series like that that creates more hyper to your series and make it as motherfuckers want to get in tune. That that the this is gonna help them so much in the long run because you gonna get nin- people like Ninja back. Ninja's gonna he was a Halo nigga. He oh, was oh yeah, he's gonna definitely gonna be like oh yeah, multiple. So let's go <laughs> on Twitch. 14, 15,000 people gonna watch him daily. Body niggas on that. I wanna be like, I wanna be like Ninja, but I can't play it on my PlayStation. Let me get an Xbox. Let me get an Xbox. <laughs> or just get a decent PC. Yeah. But it's still but it's still money in Microsoft's pocket either way. Yep. And that's all because they, this that's is the thing they too. They're gonna throw a battle pass in there. There's gonna be season passes, and they're gonna microtransition various skins. So like, they still I, gonna I get bread. It's I think I think it is a I think what they did with Halo was good. I, I, I think what they did with Halo was good. I think it was great. Like overall, just in terms of like, yeah, I'm not necessarily really excited for what they're like for E threes and stuff like that. But Xbox did what Xbox usually don't do, and that just focus on gaming. Games. Hey, it's been a long time since we got that shit. That's <laughs> what, man. Got that many CG trailers and shit like that, bro. It, 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 was, it was good. A lot, of, and then they did another good thing, which I wanted them to do, was utilize the Game Pass. Even if a lot of the stuff that they showcased are multi-platform, for them to go like Game Pass day one. Yeah. For a nigga like me. Who owns a PlayStation 5 and Xbox Series X? I'm playing it. If if the game was interested to me, I'm gonna play it on the Series X. The game that, and I know niggas are gonna be like, ah, stop cap. Listen, those who know me, I'm a huge JRPG fucking nerd. That that game that they showcased, I forgot the the name of it. It was like Edelin, something like that. Yeah, that was the the that, the, looked, that game. That looks so fucking neat. It Even looks though it's not coming really out to 2022, 20, 23, but it's, like, it's not coming out for a long time. But like that game was like, holy shit, I want to play this. And now that I know that it's available on the Game Pass, okay. What do you think when it, when the game rolls around? Even if PlayStation goes like, yeah, we getting it too. I don't give a fuck. I'm gonna play it on my fucking Xbox. I already got it. So they did a great job of utilizing their biggest asset when it comes to the Xbox when it comes to gaming and with Microsoft as a whole, which is the Game Pass, which as far as gaming streaming services goes, is the best in the market. No competition is literally the Game Pass. So they did a great job of utilizing those aspects. A lot of the games that showcase weren't interesting to me, but they show games. And I mean, that's what I wanted to see. They made people go like, hey, listen, this is why you want to. This is why we think you want an Xbox Series X. Now you may not have captivated people yet, but if you could take what you did with this E3, and if you have a future Xbox, you know, showcase or whatever you do later on down the line, later on this year or early next year, and you really focus on like console exclusives and really push the Game Pass even more, I, you you got it. That's how you compete with Sony. Because Sony at this point, Sony has, you know, single player exclusives. They got that shit down packed, especially this year alone. Returnal, Ratchet and Clank, Horizon Zero Dawn, got a war coming out next year. They got heavy hitters after heavy hitters. So really all you, when it comes to 
I'm not really talking about console wars. I'm talking more about competition between the gaming companies, which in turn makes them improve on certain aspects that make their system great. You can really, you could really make Sony shake in their boots by really utilizing that Game Pass even more, like you did with this PES conference. So that's all I have to say with Xbox. Um, y'all got anything else to add before we move on to what? What would I, what did I say was third PC gaming show? Yeah, the PC gaming. <laughs> Look, man, games. Lots they of showed games. a lot of fucking games. Yeah, but, I'll say that. They- <laughs> but uh, you're gonna wa- if you- I want y'all to watch that one specifically. Like, I want you to watch all of them, of course. But I want y'all to watch that one specifically. Me and Cam tried so hard to keep that interesting. Bruh. I lost interest at times. I I literally would look. I'm like, this is I me. I was right yawning now. so much. The funny I was thing yawning is- too. I was like, this is me watching. I'm like, can this end already, G? I was low-key going like, can this, when is this over? Oh but this shit made me mad as hell because I'm going to give a clown, an early clown to Warner Brothers. Because I don't know if it was, I don't know if this is IGN or Warner Brothers, but they got the time wrong. And like, I don't know if it's just, if it was us hyping up the Back for Blood stuff, but I thought it was going to be like some shit when it comes to Back for Blood. We, I missed the time. It was at four o'clock. I thought it was at 4.30. But I got here, but I I got, I was like, holy shit, it's like 4.07. It was literally 4.07. I was like, okay, when we get Chris, we get back on, we can cover this shit. Because it might be, what, 30 minutes until the PC gaming show comes on. I literally turned this on. They talked about, like, some enemy classes. They talked about, like, one weapon, and then it was over. (laughs) I saw, once I I got to the, gee, I saw that text. I got the message, I'm like. I was about, I was like laying down, relaxed. I'm like, oh, I got like another 20 minutes before I got to get back up. I'm like, fuck. <laughs> get up. <laughs> and and I'm like, as, soon as, Chris, as soon as Chris got on, I was like, it's over, bro. <laughs> I'm like, all right, let me know when the game and PC shit start. Went <laughs> back and laid my ass back down. I'm like, nigga. This was so, it was so, I was like, damn, bro. Like, Warner Brothers, you really dry. I mean, it could have been just us hyping it up, but like, I expected. More? I put that on Warner Brothers more like it's like you can't sit there and say, oh, we're going to focus directly on this game because we know it has hype to it. Like, because for me, I want to play it. So I'm like, OK, they're not going to show nothing else with this. Oh, maybe they're going to at least give us 30 minutes. Gearbox found a way to squeeze 30 minutes of nothing. So they can at least get 30 minutes of just talking about this game. What the fuck? <laughs> didn't we did did didn't get that. Um, but my my thoughts of the PC gaming show, I mean, they showed a lot of indie games. They showed a lot of games. None of them was really well. It was a, it was a couple that interest me, but I don't really know their their titles. And it's not like I'm really gonna play them, to be perfectly honest. Uh, but it was I right. like it wasn't anything like I wasn't. It was boring, but I wasn't like offended. Like we'll talk about Gearbox. Gearbox was offensive boring. Uh, it was insulting boring. PC gaming show was like, at least you're showing a lot of games. Like it, it low key is a little bit boring, but at least you're showing a crap ton of games. Uh, you know, you had this little nice competition with, you know, a giveaway with like this PC that looked ugly as hell, in my opinion. Uh, but, and I mean, they had a nice little, it was corny, but like a nice little skit 
in between as far as like uh so oh and also i forgot her name they had a a a a, a black ebony goddess on there bro bad as hell i don't know her name but the the black woman who co-hosted the uh pc gaming show fine as hell that's premium chocolate right there my nigga fine as hell she the type premium of woman chocolate. she did she the type of woman that like she the type of woman that you come home to and she's playing ratchet and clank rift apart and she's like and and then you like oh you want to watch you know you want to watch tv or something she's like no don't you see me playing the game that's how you know you got a woman and she says she tells you don't you see me playing the game come on now that's the type of that's the type of woman she is so um other than that you know shout out to the pc master race <laughs> uh but i it like it's as far as like pure as far as the embodiment of what i felt e3 was which is pure mediocrity the pc gaming show encompassed that pure mediocrity and now we move on to uh the bad which is what do we what did i say bethesda it was bethesda Gearbox, Bethesda didn't have a show. I'm gonna go with that. <laughs> oh man, I'm sorry. They did. <laughs> and Bethesda, but but like, what what did Bethesda announce? They announced Starfield. Starfield. They showed a they showed a cinematic cutscene of Starfield. Starfield Xbox exclusive is coming out 2022. Cool, whatever. Um, Fallout 76, two expansions, I believe. <coughs> Something with the the brother the ste the the brotherhood of steel and then some other place and Rivet City shit like that Elder Scroll oh Pit City Pit City Pit City Elder and then Scrolls that online um, shit that, yeah and then that and, vampire game yeah. at the end the one by Arcane Studios yeah bad that was the only one that interested me was that vampire game yeah that, that looked, vampire game was fire. But everything else was just kind of like everything else we kind of knew of and the fact that you didn't drop again you didn't drop any news about skyrim elder or elder scrolls elder 6. Scroll 6. at least the teaser at least just say you still developing the game is kind of like dang because that's literally what people are most looking forward to when it comes to bethesda is elder scrolls 6. and you didn't even deliver that bro you didn't even give us an iota of hope my dumbass was expecting kingdom Hearts stuff but even i knew that we wasn't getting no Kingdom Hearts stuff. But when it comes to you, your fans was expecting, you know, six. You ain't delivered a six. Uh, but anyway, we got um, Ubisoft. Ubisoft was next. Because Gearbox is dead last. Ubisoft forward. <laughs> All right, so they had, what? They had three games, right? They had three, no, four, four games. Three heavy hitters, though. It was Far Cry Six, um, that uh, that sports game. What was it called? Uh, sports game. Oh, Riders Republic. Riders Republic. And what was the last game? Oh, Rainbow Six Siege Extraction. That was the first game. That was the first. Yeah, Rainbow Six Siege Extraction. The fact that you are charging sixty dollars for that shit. <laughs> Bro, if that ain't a catch on sale game if I ever seen one. <laughs> if that, like, man, that's being nice, dog. 
Like, come on, man. Like, like what are we doing, man? What the fuck, bro? That is that is a that's like a nineteen dollar expansion pack to uh to Rainbow Six Siege at best. Best. I don't know why you're trying to sell that shit separately. Included as a package deal on Rainbow Six, because you know that most of your niggas, when it comes to Rainbow Six, still want Rainbow Six Siege. You yep. probably go get a little, you go get a little bump as far as when the game gets first announced. But ultimately, people are gonna go flock back to Rainbow Six Siege, because that's where the competitive side of things is, and that's what people like to see gameplay of. Nigga, I don't want to play a zombie, a stealth zombie horde game. The fuck? When I see a zombie, I'm gonna fucking pull up. Not, I'm sneaky behind cover. I pinged him. I got a line <laughs> on his side. Like, nigga, nobody wants to do that shit, bro. This shit is boring as fuck. So, no. The Riders Republic game, now that one interested me purely for the snowboarding part. The first person biking shit, that was lame. I don't really care about that shit. Uh, and they said that they have a closed beta coming out soon, so I may check that out. Um, that looked interesting. And uh, Far Cry 6, all we got was a cutscene, an in-game cutscene. So, Yeah. So. It's, it's funny that we got more gameplay from Far Cry 6 with the Xbox conference than your actual conference. that Make it make sense, Ubisoft. Unless Xbox gave you a bag to go like, hey, listen, show a cutscene off in your conference. Let's show gameplay in our conference. We'll give you this much money. But if that didn't happen, dog, you wasted opportunity, bro. Wasted opportunity. We got more Far Cry 6 stuff from Xbox than you. And then your your surprise heavy hitter was the fucking Mario Rabbits game, which, I mean, is an audience for it. I guess niggas like that game, but me personally, nah, I'm good on that. Um, shout out to Nintendo, though, because Nintendo, I know y'all niggas have to give them a bag for that, because you're not only using Mario, but you're using fucking Peach. Luigi and Luigi. Princess Peach. Man. Lord knows who else. Man, y'all, that's that's bags on top of bags, G. Mario already looking like a Billy bag to me. You want to use my, you want to use my nigga Mario? You want the brother too in this bitch? Oh, you want the bar? Oh yeah, yeah. Hold on, how much? How much you want for it again? All right, but and we getting a proceed, and we getting a uh, percentage of that cut when it when it comes to them game sales too, nigga. So uh, that's pretty good. But other than that, everything else that they showed off in between, I literally don't even remember. So. That goes to show you how much I didn't give a shit about that. Uh, but yeah, and then last but not least, Gearbox. I'm sorry. I I, I watched. I tried watching y'all video. I know it was like 30 minutes, but gee, I couldn't get past five because I knew everything was uninteresting. I'm sorry. Bruh. Gearbox is probably the worst conference I ever seen in my life. I remember <laughs> the connecting the family fucking tool brad thing when they was doing the xbox connect shit so worse than that bro we didn't even get shit but one game right yeah it was the tiny tiny tina's wonderland i think no it was tiny Tina's one and then there was that midgar game remember the the but the one that byron was talking about <laughs> in the party that one time <laughs> he's gonna be two niggas he's gonna become full guard or something like that now he's gonna make a nigga called valhalla or some shit He's in uh -oh. Mahala Man or something. 
<laughs> like they they announced two, and then they the funny thing is they focused majority of they focused majority of that live stream on the fucking movie, the Borderlands movie, which is like okay, cool, I guess, but like your audience doesn't really care about the Borderlands movie, and we could tell you we can tell that you're not really trying to push a Borderlands game because you're using so many recognizable stars. The fact that you ended this press conference off with Kevin Hart, which I fuck with Kevin Hart, you know what I'm saying? But this is a fucking gaming conference, not an interview for a movie that he's he's uh, starring in. I don't want to see that shit at E3. Um, and then I think it was like, they kept like in between, they kept going to like this home world game. Like it was like, yeah, this this is Homeworld. You like Homeworld. Homeworld 3D is coming out. And it's like, okay, but are you gonna show us anything when it comes to Homeworld? And then when they finally got to it, it was like a developer talk. And then I think they showed like a minute of like a spaceship floating around. It was like like nothing, absolutely nothing in this press conference was enticing, made me go like holy shit, Gearbox has a solid future ahead of us didn't make me want to go check out that fucking movie when it drops. In fact, it made me not want to go see the movie. So there you go. You did, you did the opposite. I don't want to see that movie. I fuck with Kevin Hart, but I don't want to see that movie. Um, so yeah, Gearbox was a... Like, I know we said that, like, Ubisoft was like a, a, a F or a D minus. This was a fucking... F. E. Expulsion. This, yeah, this is the yeah, expulsion. <laughs> this is This is a... This is a... Nigga, you ain't show up to class and, like, a month what the fuck are you still doing at this school get out you didn't even you didn't even bother to put this is a you didn't even bother to put your name on the test to get points for that failing grade like gearbox was the worst of the worst and i think that cements just how overly like i know niggas are saying that oh nintendo nintendo go save e3 nintendo's like but like nigga like like i said before in one of my rants before bro nintendo fans overly hype directs for no reason to the point where if they don't get what they want not necessarily what nintendo said listen this is this direct will be about but if they don't get what they want and y'all already know it's just like sony with the god of war 2 shit niggas want to see breath of the wild 2 and if they don't show breath of the wild 2 regardless of the fact that they show off some really good games that make me go like holy shit all right I'm gonna see what's to the switch. I'm gonna see. I'm gonna keep seeing what's to the switch this year. If they don't show off Breath of the Wild two, niggas is gonna go on Twitter and go like, "Yeah, Nintendo Direct, Nintendo Direct was trash," and also the shit. All of them like they didn't show off Breath of the Wild two. This is garbage. Blah 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 blah. All the usual shit that we go through when it comes to a Nintendo Direct. So I'm not even gonna hype myself up for that. Capcom, I don't really have anything. The fanboy in me was is maybe I don't know Devil May Cry six tease that too but early. we're not probably not gonna get that but too early whatever um and bandai namco you go get scarlet nexus tales of tales of arise those two games come out this week this uh year um elden you probably go get some elden ring stuff since they dropped uh news of that um and that's pretty much i, I know some niggas were saying something about a new dragon ball game I don't know, like it's like a rumor that there might be a new Dragon Ball game that they announced. See also, I, uh, might get um, uh, Arc Systems might do a oh yeah, My Hero game. game, My Hero game. 
If no, if they skip over Naruto, bro, Kishimoto in the dirt. <laughs> what nah, I, I don't know. Like, I don't know if it was. I don't know if it was a band because it could be a Bandai move. It could be Bandai going like, listen, because I mean Naruto is popular, but my hero is fucking popping. It's popping right now. So it's like, so it's like, yeah. Um, capitalize on this my hero hype. Uh, niggas love fighters. They love what you did with fighters. Um, that my hero. Um, one was it? What what those those two games that came Bones out? Justice those, and yeah uh, the yeah justice. yeah. Once once justice those fucking suck. They are absolute fucking garbage. Nobody wants to play that shit. Make an actual fighting game with some hype behind it that actually has some love implemented into it, like you did with fighters, and we go capitalize on this fucking fan base. So hey, if they do that, hey, I'm all for it. I'll buy it. I love fighters. So if they can replicate the gameplay with my hero, I'm for it. But I don't think that I think that overall I agree with Detro. I just think that E3 is a dying breed. Um, I think that like because I was listening to some people saying that they're mad at Sony for not having a showcase here. Like they they're well, we gotta wait a month for Sony to drop some news about this stuff. But it's like, dog, like for what? So, so like this stuff is this stuff is so fucking mediocre. Like, there's nothing, and it's not even that I want something hyped to come out, but there wasn't a lot of, like, things that made me go, like, I'm glad that I sat down and recorded and edited these fucking videos. There was nothing that made me go, like, oh, yeah, this is, yeah. Shout out to E3. This is amazing. Like, I don't know. I think, what was it? Was it, like, 2018? It was, it was one E3 that I was, like, holy shit. This is, like, peak gaming it was news. like the year i think it was the like the year before we our first year started recording I yeah i think yeah i think it was that and i was like man this is some some real good shit that's coming out but later on through the years it's like e3 is it, it's, it's dying slowly dying it's not it's not what it used to be and that's okay because as things grow things evolve things need to change and I think that it would be much more beneficial to these companies if they just do individual showcases on their own platforms as far as listen, this is what you, because then you're still going to get comparisons, but it won't be to the degree of, yeah, you, Xbox E3 was the GOAT, Square Enix E3 sucked. Like, you won't have to worry about that shit because mm-hmm. it's really on your own platform. And that's why I think Sony realized that, like, the fuck Sony is the point of doing this? Sony and what's Nintendo the both said fuck it. It said so what's the fuck what's the point of me wasting all this fucking money for this shit when we could just do it with our own platform? We big enough, we big enough so that we can do it. Mm-hmm. So fuck it, let's do it. We're a whole gaming company. Why is we going to someone else's company to showcase something we can show ourselves? Right. Mm-hmm. There's no point. And yeah, I would rather wait a month. If I have to wait a month after E3 is over to get some Sony news, okay. Cool. Right. Because guess what? Most of the stuff that they announce is not gonna come out for a while, so we go wait to wait. There you go. Just like we did with this E3, we waited to wait. So I don't understand niggas talking about Sony needed. Sony took an L because Microsoft is done. Nigga, did did, did you not just hear? Sony just released Final Fantasy VII Remake Integrate along with Intermission, and they just released Ratchet and Clank this week alone. They good. Yep. They good. 
Sony is not, oh, we didn't, we didn't do a showcase at E3. Xbox just killed us with Halo news and showing us a Starfield cinematic with no gameplay of a game that's not even coming out this fucking week, this year. Sony is Sony does not give a fuck about what happened in E3. They are chilling. They at the beach slipping lemonade, bro. Sitting on that Ratchet and Clank and Final Fantasy money. While waiting for that Horizon Zero Dawn money to roll in. <laughs> so, um, all in all, I mean, that's all we, like, I really got to say about uh, E3. Um, and then, I mean, maybe next Black Ops Talkers of the Culture, because I might tune in while I'm at work, you know, just to see what the Nintendo Direct and stuff is. So you might get an update as far as how I feel on that stuff. But overall, this E3 was, to be perfectly honest, a waste of time. Yeah. To be blunt. Yeah. I mean, that's, I'm not mad at that take. Just to wrap this segment up, like, E3, what was I forgot what year it was. I think they totally changed E3 where they didn't even let, like, the public in and shit like that. I think that was, like. They made it more for influencers, I think. Yeah, something like that. And people was mad. I think it was. I think it, that was um that was twenty nine that was twenty nineteen. No, no, they made no. It. it was way before that. It was like oh, one okay. year where they said media only, media and the pu- and the developers only, and niggas was pissed because it wasn't letting the public in. And then they said, okay, we fucked up, back to normal. Things started picking back up. Then it's then it became influencers only. E3 is just, it's just, we're at a point where it's just like, it'd be nice if gaming had has a convention, but it's like, it don't need it no more. Honestly, the game, the game show award has more validity to this yeah. day than you. Like if anything, like, because it's like, because of YouTube, because literally now these developers start to look a little bit more humane, <laughs> you can actually let them put them in front of a camera and say, talk about this game yeah. like so it's like you don't really need to worry about having uh like call up uh, uh somebody a famous person who plays a game be like hey can you come up here and talk about this game you know walk the band for me thank you all right thank you very much don't need to do it no more so like yeah e3 is probably slowly but surely hitting a slow death and COVID isn't helping we like the past two years like literally it just it isn't helping developers probably realize it's cheaper just to do it do their own thing do their own thing so it's like it is what it is it sucks but hey it is what it is game is the game but we got beefies out here all right so my goofy is unfortunately First and foremost, prayers to the victims who got shot last night in Chicago, deciding to have another Fifi on 75th Street. That's on like prayers to those people that shouldn't. It sucks that they got shot. Lives were lost. But I'm putting this on the fact that niggas thought they could do a part two of having a big ass fake unauthorized block party on 75th Street. It's nothing on 75th Street, by the way. Nothing. And thought nothing was going to happen. But I want to specifically give a clown to this one lady, though. This one lady. And I posted on my Snapchat. And I saw it on Twitter originally where this lady, 
she said she went to 75th and sorry thing was lit all like oh man they lit they cool down here they start shooting she said she ducks and then she re- then she says on camera oh shit i parked in the alley my kids are still in the car let me go get to my kids i hate people you saying it as if like she gave an iota of a fuck. She literally said, "My car in the alley and my kids in there." Wait, wait, right, so wait, I did make happened? her sound so more she, humane. She she went to the event herself with her kids or something. What happened? Her kid, she she I guess she parked in some alleyway because her girlfriend told her, "Hey, pull up on Seventy Fifth Street. It's busting up here." And then they started shooting. And yeah. <laughs> what? What kind of so you so you was like all right I'm gonna pull up with my best friend let me bring my kids with me. The kids wasn't next to her, but they they were in the car in the alleyway. I don't, but but they but like she yeah, brought kid. her kids with her. Yes. That's what I'm saying. Yes. like why? Yes. <laughs> look, man. I understand that the CDC kind of says says that it's safe to go outside, but that don't mean the pandemic is over with. But a lot of you niggas is acting like it's sweet out here, G. Y'all niggas acting like... Like, y'all, like, like I understand. Like a lot chop, of y'all like, was fake cooped <laughs> up in the crib. Keyword fake. Because niggas oh, yeah. was go, living lives. I don't care. Some of y'all living was living li- life. Living lies. <laughs> living lies and lives. So it was like, y'all wasn't as oh my god, my life was born. No. Nah. A lot of y'all doing some dumb fucked up shit, and but that lady holds the holds the clown award because it's just like you went there with kids. I hate y'all. I hate people so fucking much, G. So much. I really do. Like the, the literally the the vaccine era of this pandemic is really showing the stupidity in people, and I hate over a lot it. of exposure, bro. A lot of head ass shit is going on, so that's my clown. Uh, my clown goes to the the, the creators of Chivalry. <laughs> it's, it was it's just really really bad. Like, um, it just makes no sense. I don't I don't like. Like I said, I always try to find the helping shit. You know, the good in, and there's no good that came from me not being able to play with the people I decided to play my game with. Um, I like shout out to you being a very developer that's quote unquote listening, but what developer don't listen these days? Um, you had a bunch of like time to, to get that, so there's really no excuse. Um, it's a cool game in the aspect, it, it don't cost $70 like other games cost and things of that nature, so you know, it has an iota of respect for me on that aspect, but like other than that, it's disrespectful. We continue playing it, things of that nature, but it felt like I got finessed. I don't like feeling like I got finessed. Um, so yeah, that's chivalry. And that's pretty much it. I think I had a different, another clown too, but I don't even give a fuck, to tell you the truth. A lot of niggas are dumbasses. Uh, a lot much. of games are dumbasses. And I know I just didn't say, I, I didn't want to, you know, try to find a open community, but fuck Gearbox, fuck Bethesda. Uh, yeah, fuck a lot of people, to tell you the truth. Fuck all of them, to tell you. Like, all you guys are clowns. Your boss made us sit through a fucking behind-the-scenes thing that's going to be Bro. on the edition of their game, game of games. And Bethesda showed us, like, four games, and Todd Howard is a bitch. So, 
Yeah, that's it for me. Uh, yeah. Um, so my clowns goes most of the stuff we talked about during uh E3. But I do have some goats. Um, wait, hold on. I gotta play. The, gotta play the clip. Uh, I definitely want to give a um, big shout out to all the recent college grads. I know he didn't, we weren't, we talked about it, but we weren't ready to fully cover it in uh, Black Otakas of the Culture. Shout out to the boy DC, recent college grad. Um, shout out to my uh, god brother. He recently graduated, I believe, uh, elementary school or middle school, so he's going on to high school. And then shout out to my younger brother. He graduated high school, so he's going on to college. So just, you know, major uh, life landmarks. Um, as they progress towards their future and makes me feel old as fuck. Especially when I especially when I realized that my younger brother graduated high school, I was like, wow. <laughs> that that makes me feel so old. Like uh but I'm proud of him. I'm proud of my god brother, proud of DC. Uh and I know that they go move on to do some uh, good things. So those are my goats for the week. Yo, yo, I approve of both. Uh, same shot, DC, doing your thug dizzle. Like, happy for you, bro. Make sure you uh do, make sure for DC, y'all, uh, he has a little commission thing for his art. Hit that boy up. He's cold at what he do. Follow him on D, uh, follow him on his uh, Instagram. Uh, we'll put the information in the uh, description box. Description box. So make sure you check that out. Uh, so yeah, but. Let's go ahead and wrap this up. We appreciate you guys for listening. As always, make sure you follow us on Twitter at the Black Otakus. We are the one and only the Black Otakus. Make sure you uh, follow us on Twitter. Make sure you uh, on if you watching us on YouTube. Make sure you like, comment, subscribe, share. If you haven't yet subscribed too, so do that. Check out all the content we got on there. Check out all our E3 coverage. Check out Cam's uh, Black Otaku uh, plays. He got a lot of heat coming for you guys, and we'll probably gonna have a new black otaku reviews coming out this week as well to hit up uh my hero one piece and such as well so be on the lookout for that on the youtube channel uh make sure you also uh if you're on the podcast side of things strictly on the audio make sure you up if you're on spotify soundcloud apple podcast make sure you subscribe share like rate all of that we greatly appreciate all of that jesus all greatly appreciated thanks for listening and peace johnny all right cool